us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this, the first token of the Oanic priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty. Should we do so, we agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? Okie dokie, Smokey. How's it going? <laughs> Pretty good. I've uh, been doing a lot of self-care instead of not self-care. Like Everybody. in how? Uh, therapy and yoga. <laughs> I did a face mask, a clay mask yesterday that burned the shit out of my face because <laughs> oh, I have really no. sensitive skin. <laughs> So I took it upstairs to the teenage boy and I was like, do you want this? And he's like, uh, maybe. <laughs> and I was fuck? like, hey. You're like, hey, this is burning me here. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I just have really sensitive skin. Like it was very, it was a very expensive product. Mm. Um, it was like, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was I don't know where, I, where the hell I got it. Probably from Kelly or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's get real. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, hey, boys should have skincare routines too, man. I'm like, take it, treat yourself. And he's like, all Aww, right. So, nice. <laughs> so I get, I'm like, but I'm like, it burns the shit out of my face. I'm like, so if it burns the shit out of your face, like, I'm like, just be warned, beware. But he's got that good freaking Mexican skin. He can take anything, that little bastard. <laughs> all right. I have this, I don't know what. I don't know how I survived. I don't know how I survived anything skin. <laughs> it's because of all the nair you did. Those are technically chemical pills or something like that. <laughs> oh, really? No, I'm just saying like, I, I'm just saying like my skin in general, like I'm allergic to everything. Like, yeah, I'm allergic to the world. <laughs> I can't do any of those free samples that come with whatever you purchase at a mall that they're like, here, have all this. And I'm like, I didn't even ask for this. I throw it like, all in the garbage. And, like, sometimes you can just, like, open something and just, like, the scent. You're like, oh, yeah, that's going to burn my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. And the weird thing is, is, like, my sister has way more sensitive skin than I do. Like, way more sensitive skin. So it's just, like, I feel like I'm, like, lucky as far as my family's concerned. And then Jake was showing me something the other day because we all have eczema. And he has, like, this weird burn on his hand from <gasps> when he was in Middle East. And it's just constant, just this patch of eczema. And it's like, it's like a straight line. (laughs) That's concerning. I actually had a, like a weird fungal infection on my hand when I was like in fifth grade. Uh It just like came up as like little bubbles and stuff. I didn't know what it was. Uh So I just like kept washing it and popping the little blisters and whatever until it went away. It's not like blister. It's just eczema. Like he's gone to a, he's gone to a dermatologist. Like he's, they're like, it's eczema. Yeah. But it's that just sucks. like in this sorry, weird, <laughs> this weird fucking, I was just like, Jesus Christ. And Aubrey has the worst eczema on her hands I've ever seen ever in my life. It's like crazy. I feel so bad for her. So I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> I know we've well, got, we've got, <laughs> we got sensitive skin up in here. <laughs> I am allergic to not allergic, but my skin fucking hates dimethicone. What the hell is that? And that's like, uh, super safe super versatile skin moisturizer it's in fucking uh-huh. everything so i have to use like i have to look at all the labels make sure it doesn't have dimethicone it has dimethicone and breaking out and uh-huh. then 
I use a lot of Aquaphor, like a lot. So. Well, I've been using Nivea forever, and I love it because it's French. It's from France. France! (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, I don't feel like, like, my eye might, a rash eye on my eyelids has gotten so out of control. And I know it's because I'm, like, with Ace and stuff. I'm allergic to Ace. And, like, whatever. I also have linen sheets right now, which I know is doing me no favors. (laughs) But I just, like, I don't care. I'm cozy. Like, fuck off. (laughs) I look insane. Like I'm all constantly covered in lint and my hair is like askew all the time. I got like, my skin's just destroyed, but I'm like, I, you know what? I don't care. I'm comfortable. That's <laughs> where I'm at emotionally. Um, and I don't, whatever. Um, but yeah, like my eyelids are so bad. They're getting just pure lavender on them right now. I'm getting serious. I don't think that's very good for you. I mean, that's usually how I get rid of it. Right. Like when I'm being real super serious. Don't take my advice for sure. <laughs> well, I know you're an esthetician and I understand and I get it. <laughs> it's like this time I told another esthetician that I clipped a mole off the back of my leg because I just didn't like it. <laughs> I did with, with toenail clippers. Oh my God. <laughs> She's like, no! I'm like, yeah, well. I wasn't pleased with it. So, yeah, I definitely am a self-mutilator. It's part of my mental illness. Whatever. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Every time we were like, you were like, I just like to do this or I like to do that. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's pretty close to a symptom called self-mutilation. You should look into that. <laughs> <laughs> so, last week we did uh, this monogamy, whatever. It's all good unless you can be... It's everything yeah. good. I don't you, think we're done was, with that topic, honestly. Oh, honestly, no. And I honestly think I'm full of shit because right now, in this <laughs> very moment, I want to be in a secret relationship with a married man. Sure. Like, yeah. that's my thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't surprise me because every time I hand you the, hand the phone to Spencer, you're always like, hey... <laughs> I'm like, hey, what's up? All right. <laughs> also, whenever Lily hands me the phone to talk to Yuri, her her dad, I'm always like, hey, but he's oh not married, God. so I don't even know what that's about. But I think it's just a flirt. But um, I was also texting Makaya about it because I was like, oh my God, Makaya, I want to have sex with a married man. Like, I want it to be secret and nasty. And he's like, uh, yeah, Bob. He's like, this is my dilemma in life. <laughs> I'm like, we are going to hell. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, I guess we'll be together at least, you know? (laughs) So I guess we're in this weird little funk. The moon has been insane. I'm blaming it on Oh, my God. I'm so tired of her shit. I know. Diana, come on, bro. (laughs) Uh, The last, like, three nights I've been up. I I just wake up, go to the bathroom, get a glass of water, go back to bed. And then, like, I sleep for maybe 20 minutes, and I'm like, nope, gotta be up again. I don't know what it's about, but I'm so fucking restless, and it's gotta be, it's gotta be the depression. Well, I've been having, I've been sleeping, but I've been having the most insane, exhausting dreams that have all sorts of deep metaphors about everything. They all take place either in Richfield or Panguage, of course, mother's Mm -hmm. house or grandma's house. Mm -hmm. The kid I had a crush on in sixth grade showed up in my dream last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, in sixth grade, he decided he was going to be Buddhist. 
And I was like, that's a fake religion. <laughs> I was Buddhist in high school, so. As my sixth grade self, I was like, mm, I totally bought into the cult. You're like, there's only one true church, you <laughs> stupid fucking idiot. So last night in my dream, I was just like, I don't know. I kept feeling very uncomfortable. I noticed that he was there and I was like, maybe he's looking at me. So I just like hiked up my leg, my pant, so that my tattoo could be seen. Oh my I thought, god. Maybe this will keep him away. <laughs> the things we do to keep people away. Uh, I don't some... know why I thought that there was like gonna be a robber or something. It was just your husband. It was just my husband. <laughs> my one true love. He's just <laughs> up the stairs. As he should be. Tell him I said, Hey Spencer. No. I, I will. <laughs> I'll tell him. Bobby's been fantasizing about being in a relationship with a married man, and she chose no. you. Uh, Listen, I didn't choose him. I have one specific in mind, and uh, luckily he just sent me a misogynistic uh, meme, so I, maybe I'm getting over it. You know who would never send you a misogynistic meme? Spencer. Spencer. <laughs> yeah, but also there are some borderline misogynistic ne- memes that I am going to need to get sent. I know he would never send that this guy has that kind of get me going. You know what I mean? (laughs) Have you seen the new SNL skit? Listen, I get that he's an Aries. I already looked it up. We would be Pedro Pascal and I would have a wonderful relationship. (laughs) (laughs) You and everybody else has been doing that. (laughs) Are you sure? Aries is pretty... Yeah, but also my dad and my grandma aren't Aries, so. Okay, and you do you get along with them? <laughs> Until I don't. Also, Trish, the hairdresser, is an Aries. Like, she understands my madness, and she thinks it's kind of funny. Like, she gets off on it. She, she doesn't get off on it. She just thinks it's hilarious. Did, she, did you get her your, your hair fixed yet? <laughs> No, I told her I wasn't going to come see her until it was grown out a little bit. <laughs> it doesn't look bad. I mean, mm-hmm. it looks bad in the videos because I'm, like, not showered and stuff because I've been sick. Sicker than a fucking dog. Sicker than Ace. <laughs> Throwing up all over the fucking... How old is he again? 12. Oh, fuck, girl. Yeah, I mean, he's either going to last for, like, several more years or we're, we're in our last year. But <laughs> it was funny how Lily was like, I wonder why he came and puked right next to me. You. And I'm like, I really think he was trying to like let me know that he was like, emergency! Emergency, Bob! Bob! He's like, hey, hey. I'm barfing! Yep. <laughs> and Sophie was like getting the heaves. It was so funny. Like the whole situation was funny, but I was also getting the heaves. Like both of our eyes, like Sophie and my eyes were watering because we were like, like you're like like don't don't look (laughs) don't breathe really good she's like i'm like don't walk by this i'm like please god God. anyway i just cannot deal with anything like that well poor ace poor ace he's fine Hmm. also I shouldn't be feeding him. Like I fed him a chicken nugget and I noticed that he just swallows them whole. So he's not getting any more of those because I noticed a whole one. It was dinosaur shaped in his puke. (laughs) So I was like, we're done. You're done. 
Yeah. <laughs> Poor boy. You're done with your chicken nuggets. I thought I was being a friend, but I'm not being a friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. He's such an idiot. I love him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's fine now. I think okay. he just, like, I don't know. He could have just been, like, grossed out by all of the snot that was coming out of Sophie's face, too. Kids are so gross. Wait, Sophie? Yeah, did she Sophie go to daycare or anything? No, but, like, sh- here's here's my philosophy on children, and I've been saying this for years. Uh, <laughs> everyone... We all have uh, immunities, so we have germs all over us. So we go out in the world. Mm-hmm. Like Al, Al goes to school, but he's oh nine, yeah, Al goes to school. So he, you know, and you know, Jake goes to work, <laughs> and I do whatever, whatever I do, lift and stuff. And then like we go hang out with her, and then she gets them, and then she's like a little petri dish. She makes them strong. She makes the germs strong, mm-hmm. and then she, when she's hanging out with me, there's like barely a moment where she's not touching me. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And she likes to lick me. This is the new game we're playing. It grosses me out so bad. I can't stand it. Uh, <laughs> and it's because I can't hide my disgust. She loves it so much. Uh, Aubrey goes, lick her back. And I'm like, that makes me want to die. So, no. I definitely <laughs> like, licked my kid back one time. I was like, tired of the little licks. And like, don't get me wrong. I definitely share my compulsory licks myself. But I licked her real good on her face, and she was like, that's gross. And I was like, exactly. <laughs> it worked. Well, so Sophie has been sick, um, and I was getting better, and then I went and watched her, and then I got more sick. But her, she was like, my water thing's not working. And this is going to be so gross, so I apologize in advance. Oh, my God. So, like, okay. I, like, turn it around, and I, like, squeeze it, and, like, all of this, like, mucus. No, comes. no. Yeah, and nope. like Ace Ace watched that nope. and he started throwing up. So okay. I don't know if that grossed him out. Like I'm wondering if that's what grossed him out. Like, wouldn't that be fucking hilarious if he saw that he was like, Oh fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, granted he eats shit and stuff, but like he saw that coming out and he was like, Oh, that's a booger. That's a booger coming out of the <laughs> nope, <that's true. laughs> that's so gross. We have fun. <laughs> kids and animals are seriously so disgusting like sometimes i want to bring ace home and just like let him sleep with me in my bed you know just so he can just like have a, a break from uh my brother or the children <laughs> <laughs> yes little group of individuals but uh i'm like i don't i don't want to take him outside i don't want his hair all over my shit I don't want him, I don't want to have to clean up my bedside snacks. Like, I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. He would probably eat something that he shouldn't and then get sick and then <laughs> goodbye. Shake uh, goes, uh, he ate a whole pan of Ob's fucking fudge, Bobby. He's fine. Oh my God. <laughs> He's like, we thought we were going to lose him one Christmas because he ate a whole fudge fucking pan he's like do you know how much shit is in that and i'm like yeah i know the recipe he's like yeah he was fine <laughs> i cannot imagine yeah, my bet bill would be so fucking expensive <laughs> like well, <laughs> here we go 
Well, I think it was like Christmas Eve too. And Jake was like, yeah, we're not going to go do emergency. Like, we'll see what happens. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, let's wait it out. Cause Jake's a country kid like that. And he was like, yeah, I think mean, he had like the runs and he's like, and he was fine. <laughs> that poor dog. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's too stupid not to eat a whole pan of fudge. Like even I know not to sit down and eat a whole pan of fudge in one sitting, you know? <laughs> so you and ace are on the same level well we've been hanging out for a long ass time you know (laughs) like uh, the other day i was sitting there eating cheese and like i weigh way more than he does and he thinks that we deserve the same amount like get your shit together ace you don't we don't we don't deserve the same amount i'm gonna eat more than you bro like bro he's like let me work out a deal with you He's you like, get a bite. I get a bite. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then when I like break it, like, uh, like, because we had like Jake has like the catering, you know, like where it's like a bite, like, you know, the bite size, pe- like, you know, it's like it's like a tray of cheese, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. And so, like, I would give him like a quarter of a, one of those pieces, and he'd look at me like I fucking stabbed him, and I'm like, Ace. First of all, this shouldn't be going on at all. Like, you're so lucky that you have a, a cool aunt like me killing you slowly <laughs> as I kill myself. But, like, you think you deserve a whole, just a whole, like, for, I'm not going to, no, what? Like, get your shit together, dog. Like, I don't even know what to say to you. Uh, you're so spoiled. So spoiled. I He's blame like, myself. Come on now. <laughs> come on, Bob. What um, else is about a- it? Uh, I have a question. Okay. What is up with everything getting bleeped? I was watching a YouTube video the other day, and I just turned it off because they bleeped abuse, um, rape, uh, a bunch of, like, like every other word was getting bleeped, and I was just like, What? Like, why? You're woke. You tell me. (sighs) I don't know, because um, sometimes I'm watching, like, TikTok videos. And they will talk about, like, porn, but they'll say corn. I'm not sure. I think maybe uh, it's just, like, triggering to some people. People have been through some shit, so I don't know. Well, I mean, I get it, but it's also like the thing that I was watching was the sisters, sister wife thing, the whole mm-hmm. like saga. Well, maybe you'll be able to, maybe you should do an episode on that because I need to be caught up. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on with that. Oh, I just like, I just want to watch Cody have a breakdown. I've been waiting. I mean, like I don't watch this shit because when I started watching it with Ob, I was like, this guy's a douchebag and I can't wait for him to go down. So now that he's like losing everything, like I'm back on board. <laughs> like I, I just want to catch snippets, you know, I don't want to mm-hmm. like, I don't want to know. I don't okay. want to know their lives, okay. you know. Um, but yeah, I was watching like some YouTuber break it down and she like bleep sex, uh, abuse. Like, all this shit was just getting... And it distracted me to the point that I was, like... Because I just got, like, so lost in thought about why are... First of all, why are all these words getting bleeped? Yeah, because I'm, like... 
I'm trying to read the words or whatever and be like, what am I missing? Because every two seconds, like, beep, beep. Well, and it's not, it's not getting, it, I guess not bleeped. It's just getting, like, whited out. You know what I mean? Like, it's I like, see. you know, like, it, it just silenced. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like, and, like, how things on, like, TikTok say, like, sex instead of sex. Yeah, it's because like, of how is the algorithm. Ha- they don't. Is, they don't want the video to automatically be taken down for like inappropriate topics, and like a lot of the community has been having a hard time like talking about important topics re- in a respectful way or in more in like a uh, journalistic or inquisitive way than uh-huh. like because there's it's it's so that they don't get any violations. Honestly, that's why. Okay, I can understand the segs thing. Okay, that I get, I get that part then. Okay, I figured that part was for the violations. I consider that. That's fine. But the edit, like the the bleeping of the words, I don't understand that at all. I will never, like it's, it's like 1984. Of it's very 1984, to me. You know, have you read that book? Mm-mm. <laughs> well, Good maybe question. you should. <laughs> maybe you should download the audio book. Give it a listen. Okay. <laughs> Wait, just one second. Libby. What's it called again? 1984. Um, I don't I don't like that book at all, but I think about it all the time. Um, it's about like But anyways, there's there's also like a lot of this like editing shit like I feel like when we edit like this, first of all, it just puts like an easy target on as someone who I guess as someone who's been through abuse, <laughs> I kind of take it offensive. I take it offensively, you know, because I'm like, I can hear the word abuse. Like it's cool. Yeah. And like, I understand like if people are like that triggered that they can't hear the word abuse. Yeah. Maybe let's not be watching these kind of YouTube videos, you know, like let's not, penalize the whole entire world because you're triggered like maybe you need to direct your life so you're not getting triggered you know and I'm here to I'm fine I you know I'm, I'm happy to help people not you know have a shitty day for sure sure but it's like if a, if topics of abuse are going to trigger you then why are you watching this YouTube video that's like an hour and 10 minutes where abuse is going to be the topic, the topic the whole time yeah 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 and I think that's why we put like trigger warnings or content warnings on some of our stuff because like it should be on this whole podcast, honestly, because what else are we going to be talking about? But um, you should know yourself well enough to be like, I can't handle that right now. So I'm going to just keep going. Like there's too much content in the world now that you don't have to listen to this if, if it's going to bother you type of thing. Well, like, yeah. And I just feel like, this is where we're losing the battle as far as getting our goals and stuff across to make a better world, you know, is this sort of shit where it's just like, it's losing me too, where I'm like, this is too much even for me. And I know that I'm more middle than everyone, sure. yeah. you know, I'm way more down, the, down the middle than most, but like I, uh, as someone who is down the middle, that's okay. Let's take what I have to say into consideration so we can bridge the gap, you know? Yeah. Because what we're doing right now isn't working, but it's just like, 
also as someone who believes in free speech and shit and also getting down to the bottom of shit Mm -hmm. I find this very disruptive and very counterintuitive and very counterproductive so I'm like when I see like videos like this because I started watching one the other day and I turned it off and then I was scrolling through YouTube videos the other day and I was like why the hell did I stop watching this I I was like I must have been baked or something so I just Mm -hmm. or I was tired or something so I stopped it and then I turned it back on and like I didn't even get a full minute in and she had bleeped like six six or seven times. And I was like, I'm not watching this, yeah. you know, and it's like, I don't even know what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah. But like, it's not even necessarily that it enraged me because it didn't. But it's like, imagine someone who's already wanting to get pissed off about liberals, you know. Yeah. And I'm not saying we need to bend to anyone's will or anything, but I'm just saying, like, at what point is enough enough, you know? <laughs> like, I think it's great to make safe spaces and stuff, but w- at what point do we say, all right, bro, if you're traumatized by abuse, this is a spot. This is not this is not the sp- space for you. You know, come yeah. when you're ready. Come when you're ready. You know, or like, just forget about it. Yeah. Go work on yourself. Like, you don't have to be involved in the Sister Wives saga at all. Right. Right. Go go ask somebody else who's heard it and say, hey, can you give me some cliff notes without being too descriptive about, you know, the things that I'm sensitive over? And they'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, I'll do that. Or they'll say, oh, beep, yeah, I'll do that. No, but honestly, if you can't hear the word abuse, it's the word abuse. Right. That's not even a heavy word. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Please don't watch that. (laughs) You know, you got a lot to work through. Let's watch something funnier, you know, turn on like. Well, I'm even getting to that point where I'm like, um, you know, I'm not mentally well (laughs) and I'm like admitting it to myself and I'm trying to work on it. And I recognize that like, I will have intrusive thoughts about the most awful shit. So I've decided for myself that I'm just not going to watch abusive things yeah, or things that I know will stay in my mind. Right. And like, there was like that shit, that shit. Like I like that shit. It's healing to me. Like I like figuring, I like seeing that people had crazy ass childhoods. I like seeing that people got out of it. I like seeing that people were normal. Like I like seeing that people weren't statistics. That shit comforts me. I do like that. I like, there's a reason why we talk to so many people and like, we, I feel very connected to people that way, but if I'm going to be watching a piece of fiction that has, you know, glorified rape or violence, I'm just going to be like, ugh, you know what? It's not for me. It's not for me right now because I'm in a place where it's going to stick a little, it's going to stick a little more and it's going to replay itself over and over and I'm just not going to do that. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's, that's fair. And I think that like, uh, like one time I uh, showed this chick the departed and she lost her shit. It was amp it was weird timing because the boy that she liked walked in right when she lost her shit. We'd watched the whole movie, but there's a lot of people getting shot in the head at the end of that movie. Spoiler alert, whatever it came out twenty years what ago, figured out. Uh but she, her husband, her, not her husband, her cousin had gotten murdered a couple years ago and she like freaked out and like ran out of the room crying. And 
I was like, what? I love that movie. I watched that movie like three times a year. Um, I don't know if she was doing it for a show, <laughs> but like, was that too much for her? Totally possible. Absolutely. Does that mean it's not a great movie? No. How old were but, you? Uh, I was 18 and she was uh, like 21. Mm. So. Yeah. But like, you know, I didn't have, I was just like, whatever. You know, I, I, I everything she did was suspicious. It was sus to me. But, uh, <laughs> cause she was a little manipulative bitch, but, mm. uh, you know, looking at it, it's like, yeah, that could have totally been like a movie we shouldn't have. I should have had like the wherewithal to be like, oh, her, her cousin just got murdered. Maybe we don't watch this movie. But I was just like, this is a great piece of cinema. Let's watch it. Yeah. But the point is, is like, she will never like that movie probably, but that doesn't mean it's not a great movie, you know? Sure. So she can stay circular of it forever and I will continue to watch it three times a year. But like... Sure. It doesn't need to be edited to oblivion just because it makes her feel like shit. It's still good. It's just something that like she should avoid. Just like I should avoid Hallmark movies because they make me want to fucking open a vein. <laughs> and see, you don't like suicide jokes, and I think they're hilarious. I just like kept nodding my head, and I was like, yeah, just stay away from them, Bobby. From the, oh. Hallmark, from the Hallmark movies? Yeah. <laughs> They're really the worst, man. <laughs> I have something. What? Do you ever feel like you're like not on the same radio frequency as other people? Explain. I feel like sometimes I'm walking through life and I'm hearing, I'm receiving information on like 97.1 and everybody else is receiving information on 106.3. Like, it's the same information, but it's a different station. So there's, like, different context, I guess. It's not. Like, maybe that's not the right way. Maybe everybody else is on 97.3. And I'm just, like, slightly off. Um, You're just not vibing with people right now. You're just in your own little world is what you're saying. I just feel like or you're just you're just unable to receive information correctly. Yeah, I'm like picking up. I think I'm picking up what I'm picking up, and then it turns out it's like not quite right. Like I'm not reading the situation quite right. Well, in those instances, don't pick up anything unless you know for sure that you can, unless you know for absolute fucking sure. And ask, be like, "Yo, what did you mean by that?" Yeah. I'll just be like, I'm not getting this. I mean, There's I nothing wrong be, with that. Shouldn't be ashamed of like asking clarifying questions. No, and I there's nothing wrong with being like, hey, so I don't lose my shit. <laughs> um, Which I've I, done. I, I had to do that today because there's this guy from Hinge that he's a broken man. We talked about him. He's a slut and he's a rich boy, and we agreed to be friends, but he still's always trying to hook up. But I'm just like, no. I don't want to hook up. I don't want to just hook up. Like I'm over that stage of my life, and unless you're mar- married, <laughs> just yeah. kidding. Um, no, I told him that the other day, and he's like, "I'm not married though," and I'm like, "It's true. I guess it's never gonna work between us." <laughs> but um, he got his butt hurt. He got all butt hurt about it. I guess that's kind of whatever. Um, 
he got like in a, in a hissy about like freaking me not wanting to hook because he's like he's like just fuck me and I was like dude we already talked about this like you declared that we should just be friends because you like me a lot and I was like yeah I'm down with that because you're a slut and I don't want to hook up with you <laughs> <laughs> and uh he just like stopped responding last night and I was just like whatever <laughs> so whatever you'll I be w- back <laughs> well today I was just like what the hell and he's like what and I was like, uh, do you want to be in a relationship with me or not? I'm like, because we agreed to be friends. We're not looking for the same thing. I'm like, so what's your, what's your beef? And he's like, uh, I'm not mad. And I'm like, well, then you're pouting. And he's like, okay. And I was like, okay, whatever. I hope you're having a good day. I'm like, glad you're not upset. Glad. I hope you're having a good day. <laughs> he's like, I hope you're having a really good day too. And I'm like, these are some reindeer games. Fucking hate games, dude. I know, just fucking kill me. I uh, I saw on some, some something. Somebody commented saying, "Here it is." I see a male therapist. I was whining about this. Is somebody else commenting, by the way. I was whining about the disaster that is dating today. He said, "Believe me, sixty percent of guys." your age single guys your age have diagnosed issues and i said oh that's not so bad where are the other 40 he said no i said 60 percent are diagnosed the other 35 percent just haven't <laughs> ever been diagnosed <laughs> he also says that the studies show that you are only going to be compatible with two to three percent of the population so when you further limit the dating pool to single guys in your area and your age range well yeah that's a miracle anyone finds anyone he also said that the numbers are very against women because the hard truth is that there are lots of amazing single women whittling to date a large age range of men and very, very few decent men who can have basically whatever their pick of whatever age they want. Yeah, no, that's true. But also men are so like, they think women are stupid or else they're, st- or else they are stupid. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how high are you? Um, How many puffs? I don't know. Where's my pen? Here it is. The question is... Would I have sex with Pedro Pascal? Yeah. Would I let Nicolas Cage watch? Yeah. So you want to be in a relationship with a married man? No. No, 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 no. No, you want to have sex with a married man? No, I'm but saying. What is it? Here's what I want. Are you ready for what I want? I'll tell you no. what I want. Okay. What I really, really want. <laughs> I am unstable. Obviously, I don't know if you guys met me, uh, but it's like part of the I podcast. want, right? I want to be wildly and madly like I want someone to be obsessed with me. But also, I don't want to be like, I don't want someone to come over to my house every night. You know what I mean? And I feel like the only way I can achieve this, really, without it being like super sleazy, which it sounds so weird. I know it sounds weird. Hear me out. Because guys who are single, but are like, they can't come over every night, are like jet setters. And they are way more sleazy than me hooking up with a married man. Trust and believe. Okay. And I... 
you can only understand that if you've been in the dating scene as long as someone like me. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I believe my, it. I believe single it. Single girls my age, they, you know, just, just, just know I'm preaching. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I would love it for like a guy who's like maybe in a relationship for the kid, but like the relationship's kind of over. Like to just, you know, find excitement in that new puss but he can't okay. have, he can't he can't spend a lot of time with me right because he's, okay. you know, he's he's a family man okay but we see each other you know four to seven times a month wow that's ideal for me <laughs> have you looked into ethical non-monogamy i don't want that but like also th- the the secret secretiveness is hot to me too, which I also know is a huge red flag on my part. <laughs> but who said that you were looking for green flags? First of all, well, first of all, for real. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to have sex in his truck, and he can come over to my house every once in a while. I have the perfect guy for you. He's a Write really it. well-known. He's a really well-known former manager at an Arby's. Oh my God. Stop it. I knew you were going to bring him. Stop it. I'm going to get a cease and desist. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. No, he thinks everything. Every time I talk about him, I have a crush on him. I don't. (laughs) Stop it. Okay. Can I tell you the other day I was in a lift. It was like two o'clock in the morning. Picked up this guy, <laughs> and uh, he was like, so how is it, you know, being like a Lyft driver girl, like, you know, because you are, <laughs> he was like, you are a beautiful woman. And I was like, oh, here we fucking go. And I was like, yeah, I, pur- I purposefully don't do my hair or makeup so people won't hit on me because I don't want to get hit on. Mm-hmm. He didn't He didn't pick that hit up at all. <laughs> he continued. Somehow we got, he, uh, he, he mentioned shaving his crotch at some point like and the the only time he wasn't hitting on me he was talking about serial killers so you're into red flags just not those kind not those kind no and then and then i go to drop him off at his place it's the wrong address he says oh but don't worry we're in my neighborhood i'll show you where to go it's like 2 30 in the morning and i'm like uh no you're like you you can get out request a new uber (laughs) pay me for that ride i'm just like i'm just like okay i'm just like i'm just gonna play it cool i'm gonna play it cool i'm gonna play it cool but it's like sir i straight up told you that i didn't want to get like i straight up was like i make sure that i don't when he was like but you're a beautiful woman i'm like yeah good jeans but i make sure that i don't look pretty he's like well that actually makes you way more approachable and i'm just like fuck my life i can't win like (laughs) I go out, I cut my own goddamn hair. <laughs> you see this? <laughs> this, benef- <laughs> this was from a manic episode I had three days ago. I'm like, yeah, I cut my own hair. You think I'm going to cut your dick off? Is that what you think? If you're going to flirt with me, Venmo me some cash for my uh, therapy bills, things, and then they'll stop. I know, right? I know, I know, right? 
you know, one of the hard things about depression pills is like getting back into the habit of liking things again. I keep thinking like, oh, I want to paint. I want to read. I want to do all this stuff. But I'm like, but your mode is to lay in bed all day. <laughs> like I laid in bed and I was did not want to all day. I did that today. Oh, no. But no, like I'm like, it's good that I'm like recognizing it because I'm like, oh, I don't need to do that. So I'm going to not do that. But I was legitimately sick for the beginning of the week. So like yeah. that's also part of it. Yeah, you do get in those ruts where you're like, I like sleeping in, actually, and I like not getting dressed for until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> getting dressed? I Sometimes I'm like, the same outfit for four days? Sure. <laughs> well, you don't sleep naked? That makes you hotter. Like, temperature-wise. And otherwise? Oh. What do you I mean it makes you hotter? I used to sleep naked all the time, but, like, your body heat is, like, crazy. So, like, you got to, like, keep it separated or else there's no relief. So, like, you got to separate your body parts from each other or else it's just constant heat touching each other and there's, like, no relief. So, if you find yourself getting hot at night, it's probably because you sleep naked. And it's not because I'm having hypoglycemic episodes during... My uh, no, it's because you're sleeping naked. It's because you're sleeping naked. I've done the research. Oh, my scanner has ended. Shit, gotta get a new hypoglycemic badge. Um. <sighs> uh, well, do you have anything else? Should we do this episode? Okay, I have a question about sleeping not naked, though. Okay, what? How do you prevent yourself from being constricted by like a boa constrictor elastic? You buy proper fitting clothes but then they twist on you so you untwist them in the middle of the night i can't be doing that all night i mean i don't know how you sleep i don't know your life but it's usually like roll 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 i don't i mean i we wear different kinds of like materials so i don't know i wear like cotton i feel like you wear like flowy there's cotton in there, but there's not like all, it's not all cotton. It's you know? either two super tight clothes or super loose clothes. There's no in between. Yeah, so I wear like yeah, just t-shirts and stuff. You're like or the like third person who's like, hey, you better start wearing clothes to bed. So I'll try. Yeah, like I used to be like, yeah, I'm just gonna be fill fill myself and wear sleep naked and stuff, and I was always so goddamn hot, and I was just like, ugh, no. And now I wear, like, sweatpants and stuff, and I never get hot. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So. Interesting. The more you know. <laughs> like, even if I sleep without pants on, I get super hot. Super hotter than if I have pants on. <clears throat> so. There's a little knowledge. There's knowledge. There it is. little goddamn knowledge. Did you watch, uh you people yet no okay we'll talk about it when you watch it i don't know what that is where do i find it it's on netflix you people yeah like jonah hill falls in love with a black chick and it's like his mom's racist and his dad's racist or her dad's racist and oh. it's just like they break up and it's like a, i don't know i want to talk about it i didn't i didn't think it was that great there were funny parts but oh, okay <laughs> 
So it's like a 5.5 on AMDB. Yeah, it's not like great, but I still think it's something worth talking about. Okay. I, Eddie Murphy's in it. Yeah. Yeah, this cast looks old, but I'll try it. This cast looks old. What do you think about... What do you think about the Grammys? Uh, I don't like Beyonce, but I really loved her speech for thanking the queer community. Mm. Um, I really loved the chick with Sam Smith, who was the first transgender chick. There was a lot of queer love there, so I thought it was awesome. And I thought it was awesome that Viola Davis got her EGOT. So I thought it was an exciting... I usually don't give a shit about the Grammys because, like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Um, but this one felt, like, more driven towards, like, we're not going to take it in a sense that, like, oh, well, the people that entertain you and, like, write the soundtrack to... Your lives. Your lives, yeah. <clears throat> Which, like, Vietnam and stuff, that helped fuel our resistance yeah. to the war and stuff was that like you know actually Music. we do care about we do care about trans lives and we do yeah. care about the queer community so and we do care about black lives so fucking listen yeah what, do I you, do what like, did you think I like watching people's speeches who they think and like how excited they are so I usually don't watch them personally but. yeah also Lizzo won so yeah, absolutely. Get it, girl! The last one to win that was Whitney. The last uh, pers- uh, lady of color to win that was Whitney. Yeah. So, get it. Get pretty, ex- it, it, it. pretty exciting. She's just, yeah. yeah. I love Lizzo so much. I love Lizzo, yeah. Also, uh, I think we can all agree that Biden is a sassy bitch. What's he doing now? Did you not watch the State of the Union? <sighs> My friend. I'm just <sighs> depressed, Okay. He's just pretty much like, he was like, uh, a lot of Republicans are trying to do away with Social Security and uh, Medicare Medicare and Medicaid. Mm -hmm. And they were all like, you're lying, you're lying. He's like, okay, so we all agree we're not going to do away with it. Okay, we all agree. Like, so now that we all do, now now that that we all agree, we can move forward. Great. Love it. (laughs) He's out there playing chess. (laughs) He's doing dark branded mode, but like I was just like shit. <laughs> anyway, all right, should we do this episode or what? Yeah, we should. Well, I thought it would be good to do an episode about etiquette. I have a lot of feelings about etiquette. Oh, first of all, good evening, brothers and sisters, not my airy listeners. Welcome to Is This a Place podcast. My name is Bobby, and this is my co-host, Kendra. Hello, Kendra. Hello. Um, So we're doing uh, an episode about etiquette, and I wanted to do an episode about etiquette for a lot of reasons, because I think etiquette is both good and bad, because A, I think it's good because A, we live in a society. We live in a society. And B, I also think it's like, trying to make everyone like a Stafford wife like get get off my dick bro so like my grandma was super well she still is she's super uh into being proper like super super proper 
So (laughs) I definitely raged against that. And I obviously know how to eat properly at a table, you know, Um, just based off like my grandma teaching me and then also with my culinary background. Um, But I eat like a like a barbarian because it's just like I'm country. I'm just going to be country just because it's just like this stuff doesn't fucking matter to me. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like. If my elbow's on the table, does that actually really matter? Like, there's so many things that are in etiquette and stuff that just, it's just so bizarre to me. And, like, I've been watching a lot of history and stuff lately. Um, Well, I'm always into history, but, like, certain things that they had people do (laughs) that just didn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. That, that, like, I just want to, I just wonder. So we're going to talk about some old etiquette stuff, um, just, like, some weird stuff. And then, um some new like uh i was reading uh a new list of etiquette and we're just going to go through those and just see if we agree or disagree and kind of discuss it because i think some of it is just absolute bullshit and i think some of it is spot on and i think you and i are going to agree and disagree on something so yeah i also think let me just precursor before i have an opinion because i haven't read through these I would really like to know what people consider, like, polite, especially, like, my generation and younger generation. I really want to vibe with y'all. Don't really care about vibing with, like, the ancients, you know what I mean? So, like, things that old people consider proper, I agree with you, where I'm just like, does that really matter? Just trying to be a dick. Yeah, but, like, also, like, we're going to be the old generation one day, so we actually got to think about that, you know? Yeah. That's why I'm like, like, oh, what is Gen Z up to? What is what is polite? What is proper? What's the what's the sitch? Right, <laughs> They're like, like, Grandma, please sit down. <laughs> what are what are things that we're gonna look back on and be like, what the fuck? Like, who even gave a fuck? Um, so let's start with old school etiquette. What do you think? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we just pulled up the weirdest etiquette advice from the past hundred years um, from GoodHousekeeping.com. Um. <laughs> That's a really good. You are so good at citating. Uh, the first one's from the 18, 1880, and it said, A lady shouldn't have more than one glass of champagne. <laughs> Obviously, you guys know that I think that's absolute bullshit. I drank a whole bottle of champagne on New Year's Eve. So, and it was good for you. Good, it was it was French. It was a uh, move, and it was very delicious. And I think everyone can go straight to hell. What are your I've thoughts had, on that? <laughs> I've had zero glasses of champagne. I've had all the glasses of Prosecco, for sure. I'm just kidding. But do, you, do you stop <laughs> I do not. One? I do not care. No, no, absolutely not. Okay, here's another one from 1880. Women should always wear their hair up. Agreed. Uh... Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I feel like this is a lot of, like, women oppression shit. Absolutely know? it Obviously. is. Like, like, like the first two women women it's not looking good but we're still we're still here on 1880 a lady never carries her dress with two hands what when crossing the street it was expected that a lady would carry her dress in her right hand lifted outward to the right this method ensured that only the appropriate amount of ankle was exposed would hate to give those men a boner over my bony <laughs> legs um <laughs> over my ankle you guys, 
Are, I personally love to do two. I, I don't know. You know, I think everyone should put on a dress with like a lot of layers, like a lot of ruffles and just go running around. See how you feel. Male, female, whatever, whatever yeah. gender you choose. Uh, what you know, non-binary do, do what you do, what you got to do, but put on the dress and run around and see if you prefer one handed or not, because two handed is actually funner. And this is just some more oppression. Okay. I love it. <laughs> 1890. Women should only give handmade gifts. I can give a handy and that's about it. <laughs> the Victorian rules around courting were especially bizarre, but none more than the era's gift etiquette between a couple. A woman could n- only give a man a gift if she <laughs> gives, w- if he gives her one first. And even then, women should only reciprocate with an inexpensive or handmade gifts. I don't know what the fuck that's about. <laughs> She's like, here is a... <laughs> A cast of my pussy. I embroidered this picture of a dog here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 1890. Never ask a direct question. Oh. (laughs) This is the origins of fucking hedging, I believe. What's hedging? Saying, it's just kind of saying I think or I feel or like all of this stuff is like Instead of stating a direct opinion, you would just like kind of hedge around it, make it look kind of pretty and put up some barriers. It says Victorians found it incredibly rude to ask a direct question. Instead of asking someone, how are you doing? A polite person would re- reward the question to something along the lines of, I hope you're doing well. It's just very kind of like, yeah, like proper dismissive, like we're not going to get I w- like I want to know. I don't want to know. I want to know your business from everyone but you. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Nosy bitches. <laughs> the next one, go for it. <laughs> Children that should never contradict. Nineteen hundreds. One of the many rules as a child was to expect was expected to follow in the age of being seen and not heard is to keep your opinions to yourself. It was considered disagreeable. <laughs> For a child to contradict anyone for any reason. Like, did they lock them? Oh, I think they did. I think they locked yeah. them away. They don't fucking care. How did they had to be? They had to have locked them away, right? Because kids just don't give no fucks. I don't care what era it is. They're like, no, bitch. No, no. And then they're like, um, children just often die, you know. <laughs> like, it's not our fault that they're getting run over by tractors or like dying from pertussis or whatever it is they're just like <laughs> children should not be seen or heard and so they're like and they got ran over by a buggy who could have seen it coming it's like literally <sighs> that's all you could see coming for a mile yes. all you could hear <laughs> they were ragged ass children in the street <laughs> you didn't want to 19- see or hear them <laughs> 1900 calling cards are to be left by women Calling cars were used in Victoria area to let a friend or family member know you visited them while they weren't home. Of course, these cards came with a myriad rules to follow, including that it was primarily the woman's job to leave the cards. Fuck you. Avon calling. That's where that comes from. <laughs> 1910. Don't be too playful with your newborn. I mean, I think that's should Jesus goes without saying, you know, a hundred years. Let's, and... let's keep it up. <laughs> generational trauma (laughs) my mother never played with me she shoved me outside 
<laughs> she put me in the cage. The, have you seen those apartment cages where they put babies like outside in the cages of the apartments? Oh my god. Have yeah, you to sun the baby. <laughs> this baby's too depressed. I, it needs more vitamin D. No, just hold it. No, 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 no. It's because they were burning coal inside to keep warm and they were like getting carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, jeez. Refrain in 1910. Refrain from impure thoughts, especially if pregnant. That is so hard to do. You're so horny when you're pregnant. That's oppression. That's oppression. <laughs> That's oppression. <laughs> are you horny when you're pregnant? Some people like are, I guess. Oh my god, my sister was so horny when she was pregnant. I got yeah. exposed to so many things. <laughs> Not that I'm like upset about it. I was just like, oh my god, I'm, you're horny. <laughs> Uh, 1915, wedding guests must bring admittance cards. It wasn't necessary to RSVP to an invitation, but couples who held ceremonies in the city would send out cards that gained guests admittance to the church on their big day. I think that's pretty cool. I think we should bring that back. Like, it's like, where's your invite, bitch? Yeah, like, like, here's a ticket for you. I honestly thought that was a thing still. And, like, when I came up here and started doing weddings again, I was like... I mean, I'm going to do that if my mom's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where's your ticket? I did the 1920s thing. 19, 1910. 1920. Yeah. The, the, it's like Indiana Jones. No ticket. You know? Anyways, 1920s, go. 1920s, keep on ignoring that baby. Even well into the 20s, parenting experts like John Watson told parents to never hug or kiss their child and to leave them in their crib as much as possible if they didn't want them to be, to be spoiled. Okay, well. 1930s. The more we do this podcast, the more I feel bad for our parents and grandparents, and I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> Gaining empathy for those poor, ignored children. I know, right? Um, do the next one. 1930s. Pregnant women shouldn't travel. That's 1930s. Still kind of, that's, that's still kind of a thing. Well, yeah, because of planes. Yeah, but why? I think the it's Kardashians the Kardashians travel in their private jet till the yeah, end. Yeah, well, you know, they also take a has... three-minute flight and then land again. She wanted know. Starbucks from the other side of the valley. Stop judging her. I she worked really hard. Well, I mean, that actually brings up a good question. Kylie Jenner, Ky- Kylie and Kendall got fucking exposed as children. Yeah. Exploited. They got exploited. Exploited. Uh, do they deserve to be out of touch with reality? And also, like, I mean, fuck her for taking a private jet for three minutes. But, like, also, do we expect anything more or less? Like, she grew up in a non-reality filming a reality show about extravagance yeah it's true so like who's really to blame here i don't think it's her even though she is you know a young adult yeah and she has access to the internet (laughs) well i know but still like she is still kind of like a nice person you know she seems like she's a nice person but she's just kind of like she does she shouldn't have her finger on the pulse of how to be good at everything like it probably didn't even occur to her that taking the private jet is just another vehicle to her like realistically how how often has she been going in private jets at least the last 10 years of her life that's half of her life like i don't and like i'm not sitting here trying to stick up for that i'm just saying like 
perspective wise like what what <laughs> did i send you that thing that said my dad there was <laughs> my dad <laughs> like that wrestler guy <laughs> there was a couple like, of years where my dad hardly made a hundred grand sure yeah, like, we had it made but he only came twice a week <laughs> Uh, but like there are there are like seriously people who don't have tragedy in their life, so when actual shit happens to them, they lose yeah. like w- and like to us it's like oh well whatever. But like she only knows what she knows. Yeah, know? and also in like I feel like part of media is like just give it two weeks and everybody will forget about it. Right, like, the media cycle. Yeah. All right, nineteen thirties women should use flowers to attract men. A few handy tips for college-bound women were shared in 1938 issue of Mademoiselle. Like, have your mom send flowers to your dorm so that your male peers will think you are in demand. <laughs> oh, I've, my God. I've seen people do that, like, in this century. So, wow. I don't know. I yeah. didn't know that was happening. Old habits die hard, I guess. Uh, 1940s, proper hair care requires excessive brushing. It was re- recommended for women to put in at least 100 strokes a night for a, sing- a shining halo and keep brushing until your scalp tingles, according to the 1944 etiquette book. You know what's interesting? None of these have... I, we haven't hit a single what what, what a man should do. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're right. What do you mean? Uh, I have tried to do this 100 strokes a thing. Have you tried to do that? Yeah, like during the summertime and when I was little, yeah. Yeah, after you watched like uh The Brady Little Bunch. Princess. Um, oh the Brady Bunch for me. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think it's like necessarily bad to brush your hair that much though, is it? I don't know. I keep getting mixed. I just I don't you know, know, for curly haired people it's kind of hard to do, so I stopped doing it for real. Well, I think that like I don't know. It depends on the brush and stuff for me. You want to do the next one because I don't think because it's can about even you. It. <laughs> yeah. 1940s. A lady shouldn't be able to hold her liquor, according uh, to Vogue's. I'd, I'd be in prison. I'd be in prison. 1948 book of etiquette. The ability to have more than a few drinks was not a good thing back in the day. I don't think it's a good thing now. But it's fine. She Why? Can, uh, <laughs> the book claims she can certainly hold her liquor is not a compliment. So does that mean a woman should refrain from drinking or should she should she just hide how much she's actually drinking from those around her? You know what? Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> I, just I don't think, that, I don't like, think I... that like people should be falling over at a club. You know what I mean? Like that's cause for concern. But like Holding your liquor is not the same thing as that, is it? No, that means you can't hold your liquor. Oh, that's if right. If you're falling over drunk, you can't hold your liquor. If you're like, oh, I've had six and I'm like getting a little rowdy, but I'm not like throwing up or, you know, passing out. That means you I can see. hold the fuck out of your liquor. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, that means you know how to like throw back. Um but I, because uh, like I watched Mad Men, as you all know, and this that takes place twenty years after this was published, and um, like she, at one point Betty goes, I need a drink, and he get her husband gets mad at her for it. He's like, you need a drink. You're not allowed to say that, Betty. And meanwhile, these men are just getting hammered all the time. They're just always constantly yeah. hammered. So yeah. whatever. 
Here's another one. The salt and pepper must remain together. And we're still practicing that to this day, so I'm not even going to get into it. It's, it's stayed. It's stayed tried and true. Um, here's a fun one. You should smile when talking on the phone. <sighs> okay. Your phone was a relatively new form of technology in the 40s. According to expert Bernice Morgan Bryant, proper phone etiquette meant speaking clearly to the phone and adding a smile even though they can't see you. People should never... People should also never bark into the phone with phrases like, who is it? Or what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> my, no, this is actually <laughs> held over because my my grandma must have had all these books because a lot of these things held over because my mom used to get so mad at me for not answering the phone happy. You're like, she's hello? Like, she's like, you go, hello. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not stoked that people are calling all the uh, time. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What's the matter? <laughs> 1950s. The man is expected to order a woman's food in public. Oh my god! I just saw a TikTok about this where she he was like, she was like, "Ooh, I was thinking about the scallops," and he's like, "No, I'll order for you." And she's like, "Okay, what am I ordering then?" And he's like, "Uh, steak and potatoes, just like me." And like he actually ordered for her. Um, when. As when I'm waiting tables, because this still happens to this day, when a man orders for a woman, I make sure to ask her a question. I, I like it's something I have to do. Like I have to ask her a question. Wow. Because I'm like, nope, <laughs> we're not doing this. He even like, told her she's like, oh, I think I will do a wine with that, and he was like, no, you won't. I will tell you what you will drink, and she was like, okay, and he's like, you shouldn't be wasting calories on your liquor. I feel like, like I saw that. Yeah, that's it's like run, bitch. Yes. <laughs> and then she was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna go. To, it's kind of raining, so I'm just gonna go to the car." And he was like, "Nope, I'm going with you, and I'm opening your door because a nice man always does that." And I was like, "This man thinks he's a nice man." Zaid and I get into the biggest arguments about him opening the door for me. It drives me crazy. And he's like, "Just let me do it. I'm being polite." And I'm like. I don't know. Is it polite or is it misogynistic? I'm like, technically I should go around and open your door because we're equals, right? And he's like, Bobby. And I'm like, why? You know, I'm driving you, Miss Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely like the first week of dating Spencer. I was like, you can open my door. Like, like when it's convenient, like you can come and open my door for me to get in the car if you would like. But I'm not waiting for you, and I'm also, like, I'm not waiting for you to open my car door to get out of the car. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, I love, like, romantic gestures, but if it's gonna, sure. I'm not gonna, like, make eye contact with you as you come around the car car door so you can open my door for me. Like, I'm, I hate when people, I think that's so fucking awkward. Sometimes. And I've seen it. <laughs> to fuck with spencer i sometimes like wait in the car this has been like twice in our whole marriage but then, we'll, and then when it gets like... there you open it <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so funny <laughs> listen if i want the kind of relationship where when i go to open the door they drive off <laughs> <laughs> but also you know sometimes when we're walking together to the car yes walk me to the door but Zaid and I aren't dating. We're just friends. Yeah. He That'd won't weird, have sex bro. with me. <coughs> so whatever, Zaid. 
Anyway, it's 1950s. The host always serves the meat. <laughs> Goddamn right. Uh, in a house without a maid, gasp. Uh, guests should look to the host to serve the meat and then pass along each plate to the guest seated to their right until everyone is served. So the Grinch was the host. Cute. That's so cute. I feel like that's still normal. The host serves the meat, cuts and serves the meat. Like on, you know, like Christmas vacation when he cuts the turkey and it explodes because it's dry. <laughs> Do you want to do this next one that's fucking yes. weird? Yes, I do. <laughs> 1950s, cut asparagus in half before eating it. <laughs> it's to avoid the, the ungraceful appearance of a bent stalk of asparagus falling <laughs> limply into someone's mouth. And God the fact forbid. That the moisture is also likely to drip from the end. Oh, oh my God. My God. Why? I mean, how would do you go on if someone saw that? Like, what would you do? Could you go to the office on Monday? Why are you imagining a dick for asparagus, first of all? Why? Because everyone's always imagining dicks. That's all we are doing, always, oh constantly. Uh, 1950s. Crackers aren't appropriate for every meal. <laughs> tell my grandma. Somebody had to tell that. the boomers. Uh, you can't just eat crackers. <laughs> Well, these are the boomers' parents. <laughs> According to a film on table manners made by Emily Post Institute, which features Emily herself, she says croutons are to be sprinkled onto soup while crackers are meant to be crumbled. Oh, and crackers are only meant to be served with dishes like clam chowder or oyster stew. I mean, <laughs> they're like, look, bitch, don't put them on the table every freaking day. Those those parents, they went through the depression, so don't tell them what to fucking do. Well, also, my Uncle Dell likes to, he likes to crumble up some crackers on his salad, and he ain't wrong, okay? Uh, that ideal dairy salad that was just like, I put so many fucking crackers and ranch on that stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so good. Ranch. ranch. 1950s. Cut up your salad before you eat it. Yes, even salads required strict guidelines. Try first to cut your salad with your fork. If you find it difficult, calm, calmly. Calmly. <laughs> Pick up your knife and use it. Advise, advises Bernice Morgan Bryant in her 1944 Etika book. Honestly, all I feel like this is doing is making people feel paranoid constantly that everything they're doing is wrong all the time. Like, if you read this etiquette book and then you went ahead and hosted a dinner party, guess what? You're shitting bricks the whole time. You have diarrhea yep. the whole time. Yeah. This just sounds classist. And also, like, who needs... This does not exist anymore. We just eat salad. <laughs> like, eat it. 1950s eat as quietly as possible. I agree with this one still. Let's just let's just move on. It's yeah. right. <laughs> men sh- 1950s men should escort women on their left. When a man escorted a woman in medieval times, it was on his left arm so that if danger arose, his sword or his sword arm or right arm would be free for combat. That's hot. <laughs> I just say like hold hands, dude. Well, I actually do this. Whoever I consider to be weaker like if i'm like walking with my nephew yes. i'll walk uh closest to the, the traffic yeah he has the inside lane like yeah. i walk close yeah. to the traffic um or if i walk if i'm walking like down the road with micaiah it doesn't matter um he'll probably do the closest to the traffic because he's italian and he is a fucking whatever he's <laughs> he's very what is the word what's the word um pasta pasta he's very marinara <laughs> he's uh, a very 
He's a very. I was watching Lucas the other day, the kid show about the Italians. Um. Chiv- chivalrous? Sh- sh- chival- chivalrous, yeah. Is that yeah, what it that's is? What it is? Yeah, 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 chivalry. Okay, let's go to the next one. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to think. Um, respond to AS- ASAP to invitations. Yeah, that's we agree that that's correct, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. And especially don't be like, I don't know, something else might come up that day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, figure it out. I mean, don't don't be like, oh, I got it. I'm filling it out. I'm not going to look at my calendar. Like, figure it out and right. then get it back to them as soon as right. you can. Right. Um, go, are you the next a woman never pays the bill on a date. Uh, um, this is still, like, a big controversy. Like, even when dudes are woke and you're out with a woke dude and you pick up the tab, they are not happy. Yeah. It's, it just is what it is, man. <laughs> like... <laughs> I've like and like when I buy dudes drinks and stuff, they're not like they're like I I could have gotten that. I was I was gonna get it for you, Bob. And it's just I'm, like oh, okay. I'm just never gonna be the kind of person that thinks that somebody should buy me something. Well, I mean, it's also like, yeah, I don't know. Even like when I'm out with like my guy friends, they still are like, let me buy this for you. And it's like, well, just because I have a vagina and a pair of tits, I mean, great, free boop, free booze, but like you don't need to do that you know but i think it's just something that's like ingrained and and rooted in us that we think we need to yeah i did get i i go back and forth on this for sure because like people want to be nice i've been nice before and picked up the tab people want to be nice but i always feel like it's weird when like people pay for me i've agreed to come here i want to be here i expect to pay for my whole thing and I let one of my friends pick up the tab recently, and like it's hard for me to let it go. And I feel like that makes well, that's me less. The, but that's that's our problem, though. Yeah. Like, I've had friends tell me be like they're like, "Hey, this is something I like to do, so you're actually raining on my parade when you make a big deal out of it. So just fucking let me do it and shut up." And I'm yeah. like, "Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna try." But um, I read something lately that said, "Whoever penetrates pays." So if, <laughs> all right, <laughs> on a date, as far as friendship goes, if someone wants to pay, just let them, I guess. If they're going to penetrate. <laughs> you're like, now that you've paid, you're required to penetrate. <laughs> this is the law. <laughs> do you know the cowboy hat rule? Speaking of, do you know how, do you know the cowboy hat rule? No. If you pick up somebody's hat and you put it on your head. Why do you keep bringing up Wally? No. <laughs> if you pick up some, if you pick up a cowboy's hat and you put it on your head, it's wear the hat, ride the cowboy. Oh. Did you know that? No. I learned it on TikTok. I'm from the country, and I did not know that. Yeah, I'm from the country too, and I didn't know that, so I'm shocked that I owe a lot of my cousins a ride. <laughs> People are like, she's a hat taker, man. <laughs> I'm a hat taker. Don't All listen right. to her. 1960s, you should send your daughter to charm school. Nope, fuck that. Nope, nobody's getting my kid for anything. Sorry. 1960s, never take more than one bite of food at a time. I think that's appropriate. Yeah, unless you're But like, I mean, do what you want. Also. Do what you want on your at your house. 
Nobody gives a fuck there. But like, yeah, don't make like a scene, you know. Don't make it hard for others to eat with what's going on in your mouth while you're eating. If you're eating yes. with someone, is yes. how I feel. Yes. 1960s shake hands at elbow level. I don't know how else you do it. Shoulder level. I don't know. But this next one's so Foot great. level. <laughs> Foot level. Always have a cigarette on hand. 1960s. Oh, okay. God, we are the worst. We are the worst at not like we're failing. Everyone's failing. <laughs> we should be living uh, large. This is actually this is actually a really good one about how etiquette is stupid. Like etiquette is definitely like a sign of the times. It's gonna change. Yeah. Like ha- always have a cigarette on hand. Excuse me. You're not even allowed to smoke inside anymore. Like that's I feel not like a that's thing. been transferred to like stick a gum or something. Well, but also no because I mean like there's. There's, I mean, there's not anymore. No one really cares. But like, there yeah. was a certain period in time where having chewing gum was bad etiquette. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's right. Um, <laughs> avoid dead one? fish hands. I don't know what, what that, does is. that mean. In the fifties uh, and sixties, there were a lot of do's and don'ts for a woman to follow. Shocker, including <laughs> including how to position her arms. In this instructional guide, a woman is advised not to let her hands hang straight to her sides as it distracts from her silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my life. Uh, hey, by the way, we had our first men in the nineteen fifties. Men's roles, so we're starting to get some a little bit of equality. What was the first men's rules? Uh, men should men should oh, walk walk, walk on the street. Yeah, so they could carry their sword in the other. Okay. And then, like the '60s, has make sure you shake your hand at business level at elbow level. And that's for <laughs> businessmen. 1960s women should always be addressed first. Even introducing someone in the '60s came with a rule book. It was considered good manners to introduce the woman first when addressing a woman and a man. If it's two women, the honor goes to the eldest one. Hmm. I feel like that's still a thing. Yeah. I'm going to do the next one. 1960s, don't cough into your right hand. This rule boils down to the matter of hygiene. Don't the- don't cough into your hand and then sh- handshake or anything. It's your social hand. Your left hand is the personal hand is what it says. That's actually from the medieval times. Yeah. Like you, that's, wipe with, you would you wipe, wipe your ass hand, and, and then, then you, you would, would eat the other, other hand. Yeah. They yeah. still do that in a lot of cultures. Uh, now we don't cough into our hands at all. We cough into our elbows. Yeah, we use a vampire. Sometimes I just cough directly out into the atmosphere because I live alone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to be ashamed of that either. Same. Was like, <laughs> and like, I was real pathetic when I was sick and I was just like being so dramatic when I was coughing. Like I was dying. I was like... <laughs> You know who else calls me dramatic when I'm coughing? Spencer. He's always like, oh my god, get a grip. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> um, 1960s, don't hold drinks in your right hand. Gotta keep that right hand free. It yeah. Rude and impolite to hold your drink or handbag with your right hand as your social hand is meant for mingling with fellow party guests. Hmm. 1960s, men should enter a dark room first. Yeah. He's got a better life insurance. <laughs> 1960s always have a toast prepared. Oh my so, god, no. So no. weird. Always have a cigarette. 
uh, 1970s, discuss the bill before it arrives. I think that's cool. Yeah, but it says that it just changed to being like women were never offered the bill. But as times changed, so did this. So that's nice. Yeah, that's true. Uh, 1980s cell phones should be answered with discretion. <laughs> Still true, I think. I Still think so, true. too. Yeah. I've been in so many weird doctor's offices. Okay, well, first of all, this is my grandfather. He's recorded the uh, William Tell Overture from off the TV to be his ringtone. Uh-huh. And so it's always just like some fucking trumpet, like loud ass trumpet, just blaring across the entire room. And then he's always like, hello. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what he's like, but it's always embarrassing. And so. All right. Uh, 1980s. Don't forget to add an email sign off. Oh, I, I, I love this guy's picture, too. He's like, hey, my hey, mom cut my coffee. hair. <laughs> Looks nice with his little business machine. His business machine. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least. Make sure you send flowers appropriate for the occasion. I feel like that. I feel like so many of these have like spilled over into my life somehow in one way or another. Yeah. And it's like from it's like from someone learning from their parents or like from like you know what I mean. Yeah. So so like there's still spillage of this stuff. There is. What about um I kind of didn't look into the meaning of flowers until like recently when I was picking some out for my tattoo. Uh-huh. But then like some of the flower meanings, I picked those flowers for my bouquet and I was like, oh, that's cool that that's what that meant. Cause I didn't mean for it. I was just like, I like the look of this. Yeah. I think a lot of this stuff goes back to like ancient times where like people didn't have a lot going on. So like they would, certain things would have certain meanings so you would send certain things for certain things so it's yeah. just paying like homage to like old times olden times yeah like the walking on the left sides with the sword thing you know? yeah. yeah so i mean i mean some of them are just kind of like fun and stuff but like i also think some things are just sort of just like stupid and we're still doing some of them and it's just like why though like but also shut the fuck up when you're <laughs> chewing I threw my head back and then I threw it forward and it made that weird noise. (laughs) Shut up. I'm so sorry. Yeah, chewing is not so great. And like people who, okay, people who chew, okay. My sister is for you, but she has. She has this aunt who chews on the way she does it as she like grinds the shit that she's chewing with her tongue through her front teeth. But she goes, she talks while she's doing it. Ew. What? And yeah, yeah. And Aubrey has issues with like visuals. Like she's like real bad. Like one time she yelled at me because I had sleep in my eye. <laughs> She literally looked like she was going to throw. She's like, oh, my God, Bobby, get that sleep out of your eye before I fucking throw up. And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, like, stringy stuff when you're talking. Like, if you get string spit when you're talking, she oh, yeah. it. So yeah. she has this, like, aunt-in-law that eats, like, a fucking, I don't know, someone raised by wolves. <laughs> and... <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. Do you tell someone like, hey, yo, wrap that shit up, bro? Um, I don't know. I don't my know. aunt, my great aunt, she like has TMJ. And so her jaw always pops. Uh-huh. And so some, somehow she chews so like circularly with her bottom jaw so that yeah. she makes it crack every time. And then yeah. like she chomps so hard. It's like, what kind of crowns are you dealing with right here? Because she they are like a cow. ferocious. <laughs> she eats like a fucking cow, dude. <laughs> or like a horse. <laughs> like, just, yes. like every time I feed a horse something, I'm like, bro. <laughs> you are like, going to crack some teeth, sir. <laughs> I used to think that the horses were the boys and the cows were the girls. <laughs> True story. All right, let's go to some modern etiquette and fight about it. Okay. Cool. Okay. okay. <laughs> Friends and lovers. And we don't need to read everything. Let's just talk about the headlines. Okay. Okay. Uh, you don't have to read everyone's book. I was actually so relieved to read this because yes. I have so many talented friends. And if I had to read or listen to everything they did, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have any time. So. Mm-hmm. I'm here for that one. I'm definitely here for that one. Yeah. Do a like, subscribe, say cool shit. I or agree. give a shout out. Yeah. yeah. Shout yeah, out like, yeah. yo, you know, here's my homies. Uh, you may callously cancel almost any plans up until 2 p.m. Yes. I'm here for that too. Yeah. Yes. Don't be loudly naive about dating apps if you're in a relationship. Honestly, I don't get this one. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I love to talk to my... Uh, married friends about what a fucking shit show is going on I'm like <laughs> i'm dying out here i'm out here in the fucking trenches <laughs> honestly honestly fucking same it's got me scared straight honestly <laughs> i don't like, give I'm a no fuck i will just walk the line okay i don't want to be out there you can't walk no line uh, i can't i'm so fucking gay uh, yeah no i think that was stupid well, this one says, when shopping with a friend, don't cut them in the rack. What does that mean? So, like, if someone is, like, on a shopping rack and you go ahead of them and look at something, uh, this was just, like, some petty shit. Oh. Like, I guess it's just, like, a manners thing, but it's also, like, who gives a fuck, dude? If you, if you can't communicate with your friend and be like, yo, bitch, I was going to look at that, mm-hmm. then that's not a good friendship. Yeah, and also, like, that never happens to me because I'm never the same size as anybody, so did not get it. You're like, I don't understand. Don't use friends as foreplay. Honestly, this is a thing where, like, I refuse to be a third wheel. Like, it's a strict rule that I use. I'm like, I will not go out with couples. I won't. I won't. I fucking won't. Um, Because I hate the shit. Like, when couples fight and stuff, and it's this I'm solidly with. Do not... If you're in a couple, do not take just one of your friends out. That's so rude. And also, don't fight when you're out. Just stop it. Ew. Especially if it turns you on. Stop. What are your thoughts, Kendra? I have no idea what that's about either. <laughs> I just don't know if I'm, like, involved with those kind of couples or if I just don't know that that's happening. <laughs> I, yeah, and maybe you're, like, it, it, maybe you're a couple who does it and you don't know that you're doing it. Maybe that's, maybe we are the problem. Yeah. Like, uh... I say, but I have no problem. Like, I love watching. Not, not that I don't love watching you guys come over and watching you guys fight. But uh, can we <laughs> hang out? 
Never wake up your significant uh, other on purpose ever. Ever. Yeah. Fuck yeah, ever. Or Never wake child. up anyone on purpose ever. <laughs> yes. Never. Yes. Fucking dickhead. Agreed. While, While on a, a date. Oh, sorry. Go. <clears throat> While on a date, if you find yourself, you're talking a lot. Ask yourself, when was the last time I asked a question? I did not know this shit. This is fair. And this has been getting brought up a lot lately in the TikTok universe. Because um, chicks are like, it's hard because you'll be on a date with a guy. You'll ask him questions. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And he won't reciprocate. Yeah. But this is true. Like, yeah, if you are just talking, talking, talking. And this is true. Not even with date stuff, like in a friendship. It's just all social. Yeah. Yeah, All social social interaction. Yeah. Yeah, I used to think people were like, so how are you? And I'd be like, fine. And I'd be like, that was weird. Why do they want to know how I'm doing? <laughs> and I didn't know you were supposed to be like, how are you? Um, so I'm supposed to be like, I don't care. Okay, let's continue on. <laughs> well, honestly, if you don't care, I think that's fine not to ask back. Like, why be fake? You know? Well. <laughs> Do the next one. <laughs> it's acceptable to tell any kind of lie in order to leave a drink state. Yes, it is absolutely yes it is absolutely absolutely yeah oh my friend broke her foot and i gotta go drive her to the hospital okay bye well and honestly if you need to grab anyone on the way out to walk you to your car or anything like that do it like seriously everyone's so understanding we all know someone who's been in the situation we've all been in the situation like talk talk to someone grab someone make sure you're safe yep yep if someone starts telling you a story you've heard before, you have two seconds to tell them. <laughs> I hate this. I hate when someone's telling you a story and you've heard it and you're like, shit, you missed the cutoff point, but there is for <laughs> sure a cutoff point. <laughs> I'm always like, I swear I've told you this. And they're like, no, you haven't. So I keep going, even though I think, mm, I think I have, I only have a few stories I tell. Straight people can, this is, I feel guilty about this. straight people can use the word partner only when they're trying to get something out of it. Yeah. I, uh, I asked someone why, because someone referred to their, like a girl referred to their boyfriend as her partner. And I was like, I didn't realize it was a boy. And I was like, Oh, I didn't realize you were uh, a lesbian. And she goes, I'm not, I'm with a guy. And I was like, well, why would you refer to him as your partner? And she's like, cause I'm an ally. And I was like, uh, like I just, I've just never known how that sat with me. Yeah. So I agree with this. I don't think, I think partner is for the queer community and not for the straights. Yes. I have used partner as in like, okay, so this is the only situation I used it in. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize what I was doing. Um, my child was born and I told the nurse that my partner wasn't around and I wanted to convey the fact that this was not just your typical, like uninvolved father. Like Uh he was here for the whole thing. Like he is like the partner in this thing. And then (laughs) I feel like you could have been like, he's a hands-on father. Like he's very, he's a very active. So then somebody, the, one of the nurses was like, Oh, and like, when's your partner getting here? I was like, Oh, I don't know when he's getting here. And they're like, oh, it's a boy. And I was like, yeah, I should have used a different word. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I was happy to see this because I feel like a lot of, I don't know, maybe this is just me justifying myself, but I, I've always kind of had a problem with 
straight people using the word partner just because it's just yeah. like come on you know we yeah. get so much being straight like we we've been handed so much it's like a you know a white right. cis male wanting to be it does say this rule doesn't apply to people who are actively resisting the patriarchy by refusing to get married so i mean i get that but i also think that <laughs> it's also to just kind of be like a hipster hoity-toity sometimes you know what i mean <laughs> Just to be like, uh, I'm an ally and I'm woke and I'm doing this. And it's just like, dude, shut up. Just let, let, let these fucking gays have their thing. Yeah. (laughs) I get it. When another human is present, don't talk to your animal in the private voice you use when alone together. (laughs) I don't care. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, oh, is that your doggy voice? Cool. (laughs) Is he like that? I think like. Maybe to an extent, like if you get like real weird with it, then no. But like, I I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I have several close friends that use their dog voice around me, and I'm like, oh, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Dogs deserve it. On a date, all individuals present should gently and politely compete to pay the entire bill. Yeah. Oh, that's what it says. If you're penetrating, you pay. Okay. Oh. I love that this is making its way around. I saw this on a, on a like a podcast thing. So I didn't see that. Hmm. Um, it's never too late to send a condolence note. Yeah, I think that's true. I think like we all all in the understanding that like shit gets away from us and we all have mental health issues and stuff. So like I think even being like, hey man, it took me a minute, but I'm still thinking about you. Yeah, it's still it's still gonna hit, you know. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Do your best. Yeah. Never send an edible arrangement. <laughs> I don't get this. I mean. This is not a Utah article, I guess. <laughs> no, it's from the New Yorker. Or from New York Magazine. The things that are appropriate in any situation are babka, brodo, money. A smoked turkey is especially nice for a grieving family. It can feed a lot of warm uh, people. Is delicious, cold, or warm. and can be eaten on its own. Um... So it just says never send an edible arrangement, but then it's like send a, send a turkey. I think an edible arrangement is just fucking tacky. Oh, like I think it's like if it's if it's advertised on TV, don't do it. I think that's what <laughs> I'm trying to say. I think it's just like saying it's ghetto. <laughs> what? what Utahns are obsessed with those. I have oh, to I know, eat at like, least I mean... one half chocolate covered pineapple a year, and I'm always like, okay, <laughs> tally ho, tally ho. It's okay to ghost after one date. Yes. I think that's fair. Um, if you ghost someone, stay gone. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. Get the fuck out. Don't wait for the right time to break up with someone. Yeah. If you already know, just do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, is there a right time? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> like, maybe don't do it on their birthday. I maybe mean, do it if... before their birthday so they can have a really nice dated themselves i don't know i I was broken up with on my birthday and i'm like oh wow i moved out without telling my roommate on her birthday (laughs) (laughs) all right i listen i tried reasoning with her and nothing was happening so i'm like i just have to i just have to like cut and run dude whatever It it wasn't my finest moment um if you're a dating adult you should own loop i agree i own loop Buy yep. lube, you know, you got to, even if you don't ever use it, because like I have a very moist vagina, 
Uh, I should put that on my dating profile. <laughs> I think you already did, and that's what got you banned. No, I think showing it is what got me banned. <laughs> Not mentioning. <laughs> but, you know, you never know. You never know what's going on. You know, you can get cotton vagina from smoking weed. Did you know that? No. I read an I article about it. put that away. <laughs> if your friend is dating someone you seriously object to, you have one shot to sit your pal down and say so. I agree with that. Yes. I think you could say, hey, no, one time, and then you got to just roll with it. And then I think you have one more shot when kids are involved, like <clears> I did <throat> with the situation where there was, like, abuse. Yes, yes. Uh, I definitely have sat my friends down and I was like, listen, I try to be on board about this guy, but here's all of the stuff that I think should be paid attention to, and maybe you should look at it before committing yourself to this. And they were like, you're fucking right. How do I get out? <laughs> or you're like, but if it's if you're cool with it, then hey, I, I support you. You're an adult. Like, fucking let's do this dance. Yeah. And then, you know, be there when they fucking don't work out. But like, yeah. also, you need to also be wary of friends who are only there when shit's not working out. Yes. You're, you need friends that are there for your highs and your lows. And I mean that also... Like, if you only have friends who are there for your highs, that's bad, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, you need friends who are there for the whole shit. The whole shit show. Yeah. But the friends who are there for only your lows are just as bad as the ones who are only there for your highs. If not worse. Because they are thriving on, they're, they're thriving on the toxicity. They're toxic. I see. Yeah. You're right. Um, I think you should read the next one. I don't agree with this. Don't describe TikToks. It's more boring than describing dreams. I don't describe TikToks, I don't think. But I have described memes on more than one occasion. And I feel my soul dying as I'm doing it. So <laughs> it has to be It has to be the same as a TikTok. It has to be. I don't think describing people's dreams is boring. No, not dreams. Memes. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Like, I'm yeah, like, I would... let me read this meme to you real quick. And then the guy said, and then the guy said, ha! <laughs> uh, I think if you're going to be reading memes, it should be only to your partner and it, they should know that it's going to be quick and easy and laugh with you. And that's it. I don't know. Quick and easy with a married man in the back of his truck. Something about his truck. God, I've gotten so redneck lately. <laughs> you have been. And you oh, know what? Man. I'm a little bit here for it. I have started a country, you know, corner of my life as well. Yeah, me I too. I kind of want to go. I kind of want to go country. But I know once I get there, I'll be like, oh, fuck you're all this. you fucking stuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even tell you. So we drove to Great Basin National Park uh-huh. in Nevada. And we drove down through, like, the backside of the lake. And down through all those little towns. And it wasn't, it, I was just like, I mean, I could probably like be around here if I wanted to. We got to Delta and I was like, stereotypically people say this is a pretty lonely place. I got to the loneliest highway. It was called Border City, Border Hotel or something. Right on the border of Nevada and Utah. <laughs> and the sign said celebrating 30 years of the nation's loneliest highway. I mean, I like it. 
I, bet I was so, like, I bet there's so many spirits on that highway. Well, I did not dare open my ghost app. First of all, I was like, nope, we're not going to mess with this. <laughs> but I did have this really like kind of out of body experience where I thought the the sex here has got to be so fucking weird. Yeah. Did you guys like, have sex there? No. I mean, like, uh, if you were to be stuck, if you were to be in a town on the loneliest highway. Have you seen that movie Identity with John Cusack? Wait just a second. And, like, the only people <laughs> coming in through the town is this, like, weird motel. And then, like, there's the residence. The dating life in that town has got to be, like, the most strange thing. I think you're a little bit of a slut, and I'm okay with it. But, like, I'm just learning more and more that I'm not as promiscuous as anyone. And I seem way more promiscuous than most. So it's interesting. Hmm. That wasn't a slut shaming. What were you going to talk about? What were you going to talk about with that movie with John Cusack? I'm just saying you should check it out. (laughs) What's it called? Identity. And it's like slutty or something? Uh, there's a prostitute in it. Okay. Uh, the next one is gift randomly. That's Agreed. how, oh, that's, that's how I roll. That's all yep. I do. <laughs> Sorry, you're not getting anything on your birthday. Yeah. I don't know not. when it is. <laughs> but yeah, r- randomly. I'll just, you know. <laughs> but I like, it's like, uh, it's just nice to offer someone a physical manifestation of, I was thinking about you. And I love that. That's how I, that's why I'd like to give give randomly yes and like i I am constantly thinking about people in my life all the time because i have adhd and my brain just works like that so like if i tell you that you were in my dream or something maybe don't take it too personally because yeah whatever (laughs) um or if i see something and i'm like oh i got this and i was thinking about you maybe don't take that too personally either right if i tell you i want to fuck you in the back of your truck take that to heart because i want to do that (laughs) yeah (laughs) i hesitate all the time texting people that i've like known for a long time and be like hey you popped up in my mind just wanted to check on you, see how you're doing. Like, yeah, that means it means that I care, but it also yeah. doesn't mean anything more than that. Right. Um, the next one's if you're real friends, you accommodate the most COVID careful among you. I think that's fair. Like, I think if you're going to get together, it, just to be like, okay, I mean, we all went through that. The person yeah. who had the most, yeah, like we, we <laughs> accommodated the the person who had the highest expectations, lowest threshold, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, strangers and others. This is for. Yeah. Other people, if you've met someone and they clearly don't remember your name, say hi. We've met. I'm Kendra. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think it's not a big deal. Like it's a great big world, and like I meet plenty of people and. I forget people all the time. Even if I'm like, I know we've met, but I forgot your name. Like, just stop mm-hmm. making it a big deal and being like, I'm so sorry. You know? Yeah. I'm never Not offended if somebody's like, what was your name again? Yeah. You... Never answer a compliment with a compliment. Yeah, I agree so with this so this. wholeheartedly. I'm so bad at it too. Like, just take the compliment and move on. And like, I do this all the time where it's like, oh, I will. I like this too. And it's just like, it's shallow, first of all, because you're quickly finding something. Mm-hmm to respond to and then it's just like just fucking be okay with taking compliments as human beings we should just be okay with taking compliments yeah it's a very hard skill and it's also practice you just gotta you just gotta practice it yeah uh the worst thing (laughs) and i went to 
I went to Pride and I had on these like little earrings and somebody was like, oh, I love your earrings. And I just like looked at them and I said, thank you. And you know what? It fucking haunted me because I didn't say anything back to them. <laughs> so it is a practice. You have to keep doing it for it to feel comfortable. Right. Uh, it's okay to ask how to say someone's name. Yep. yep. Please, please do. I gave a Lyft drive a ride to a couple of uh, Middle Eastern girls and, um, I still can't remember how to say her name, but I asked her twice and I was just like, oh, it's like just such a unique name. And I'm like, thank you for like telling me. And she was totally cool with it. So, I mean, people don't care. Like, that's the thing. People, if you approach them with grace and curiosity, no one's going to be like a dick. And if they are, that person has a problem, not you. Right. If if someone mispronounces a word, but you knew what they mean, move along. Yes. Kendra. Yes. Read the next one. (laughs) The proper response to being told something you already know isn't, I know, it's, you're right, Bobby. All right. Uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being an ass. (laughs) No, I mean, that's valid. It's valid. You're right. You're right. No, I actually say, yeah, you write way more <laughs> than the average person. I feel um, like I'm pretty agreeable, but it's just funny. And I I am being an ass when I think, like, oh, do you mean this? But I'm not doing it to be an ass. I'm just trying to find the same no, page. I honestly, I honestly don't care if you mm-hmm. correct me because I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm, I'm just fucking with you. I don't care. Like, that's, what, that's why we're talking about these. Because some of these yeah. I don't actually give a shit. Yeah. Like, if you... I think it, there's like a time and a place. Like if someone was like English was their second language and they mispronounced a word and I and they were like giving a report and I corrected them, I would be a son of a bitch. We yeah, have sure. a podcast where we're constantly ribbing each other. Absolutely. So yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like that situation where somebody was talking about Nazis for like their whole presentation and I did not understand what was going on until I had to clarify that they were Nazis and not Nazis. So no, I mean, and I feel like that's fair, too. And, like, sometimes it's just like, what? But it's also, like, I feel like that was for sure the teacher's job to be like, hey, so-and-so, it's actually pronounced Nazis, no big deal. And you know what? I think I think they were just being, I think they were just doing it just to be as, like, asshole. a joke. Yeah. Because you know who it is, right? Yeah. Fucking, I do know. No, boy. And then I was like... <laughs> What the hell? This the, he has to be messing with us. Yeah. Uh, the next one is don't ask people how they got COVID uh, or why they're wearing a mask. They're, those two are connected. Mm-hmm. When casually asked how you are, say good. I don't agree. <laughs> it doesn't do anybody's any service to say I'm just fine. Um. Yeah. Actually, other countries complain that Americans do this. They're like, when people ask how you're doing, they don't actually mean they don't mean it. So, like, <laughs> I talk about my buddy Brandon, and I used to ask him, like, it took me forever to break him when we first started working together, like, six mm-hmm. months, and I tried every single day to break him, um, and I would ask him, hey, how you doing, and he would just be like, good, and he would never ask me back, and he, and I remember one day I was, we were, t- when we became friends talking about it, and I was like, I would ask you every day how you're doing, you never asked back, and he's like, because I didn't care, and I was like... <laughs> that's fucking fair dude like 
that's that's like the most honest fucking response ever and, and it's like why would like thank you thank you for not asking me like honestly thank you for not being shallow and being like hey i'm good how are you yeah for sure you know <laughs> like i'm not saying you know. like and you don't have to trauma dump on people that are just casually asking but maybe right. you should just just stop casually asking yeah. I could say, like, people are like, hey, what's up? Hey, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm not well, but I will survive. Like, I don't need you to fix my problems, but I just need you to know that, like, I'm coming into this conversation and I might not be in my best <laughs> physical presence or, or emotional presence for you. I mean, or just be like, we'll see what happens. <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> how you doing? I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we talk about these things that we're doing, and then and to, in real life, it's so fucking complicated and nuanced every time. So we're just, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh... <laughs> oh, I forgot to bring this up. So I thought I deleted uh, Stan's number. You know, when I was like, I told him that I loved him, but he's like, what do you want? I was like, can I just tell you that I love you? And then I deleted his number. I thought I did because I thought it was under chef, but I actually had his number under Papa. And I realized that (laughs) the other day. And then uh, yesterday I got like a gift from him of him, like look, someone looking over like a hedge, like, hello, what are you doing? (laughs) And I was like, I was actually thinking about you. And he's like, I knew you were going to say that. So he like checked in. So we good. Uh, so I wonder if he listened to the restaurant episode and was like, mm. <laughs> oh maybe. Anyway, this is how anybody days. finds out what you're up to. So, for sure. It's just so stupid how like people. Sometimes you just have to let people miss you. You know. Yeah, and I and I wish like certain some people, certain people like my mother would get that to their fucking heads. <laughs> <laughs> like, give it a few years, mom. Maybe someone will miss you. Anyways, uh, never ask someone about their nationality if you want to know their ethnicity. Um, they those are, these are not the same. Try what's your ethnic heritage instead. It's not great, but at least it's honest. Um. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, because they could be from like England, but they could be like Pakistani also. Pakistani, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, accents aren't cute. I disagree. I Wholeheartedly. Mean, yeah, like what? We're not allowed to be attracted to accents now. Well, also like is cu- is cute the condescending word like? I don't know. Like, and like a lot of times accents are cute because people are cute. Uh, yeah. And it's like, it's a, it's an endearing quality to like, to be like, and also like someone with an accent learning English and like struggling a little bit and like watching them. Like it's cute. It's like, Oh, that's really cute. It's not like (laughs) that's, that's cute. It's like, oh, that's really cute. You know? It's not snide. Whatever. It's, it says it's condescending to s- describe them thusly. Whatever. People are stupid. Hmm. I, I, I agree with, like, half this list and the other half. I'm like, ah, I don't know. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, everything is so, so I don't know, nuanced. Um, this, like, this next one, I'm like, whatever, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. If you bring up astrology and it isn't met enthusiastically, change the topic. 
Not everyone believes in your made up star bullshit. I don't fucking care. And I don't believe it either. <laughs> I don't either, I do. but it's like it's also like <laughs> there's gonna be topics like Am I gonna? I'm. I know. There's sometimes you have to sit through conversations that you don't want to sit through. And I'm not saying astrology. I'm saying any conversation. Yes. Sometimes you just have to sit through unbearable conversations, and that's life. Well, like okay, so some of my clients they talk about Jesus, and so I'm like, oh yeah, I know about that. Like, like whatever. Like yeah. let's talk about it. And then when they talk about how their daughter is just like so upset about X Y Z because they did this. And it like tarnished their reputation or whatever. I, she was like, and she just can't let it go, even though it makes the most sense to her to let it go. And I was like, so your, is your daughter an Aries? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, well, here's the thing. She cares very much about, <laughs> and just like went into this, all this whole thing. And I was like, maybe try this approach with her mm-hmm. because, and in the end, she's going to graduate high school and it's not going to matter. Right. But uh, it will take her a while to get there, and you, I know that you want her to be whatever. So, yeah, astrology well, is... I also feel like I've had to sit through so many people talking about Jesus and God and all this shit that it's like, um, okay. You, you can sit through some astrology. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like we've sat, through, we've sat through a lot of Jesus conversations. Exactly. Um, actually, it's great to talk about the weather. Yeah, if we're going to talk about climate change, period. I'm so tired of these, like, I sat and listened to a married couple talk about the weather for like 30 minutes in my car the other day. And I was like, gee, zest. <laughs> anyway. Is that like, geez, like some zest? Some zest? It's like period. <laughs> gee, zest. <laughs> so you didn't like it. You didn't like talking about the weather or you did? That's what my dad says. My dad says Jesus when he's really pissed. <laughs> or annoyed. Jesus. <laughs> that's very funny. Oh yeah. No, like that's like run because dad's taking the belt off. That's how you know. Oh my god. Don't address two or more women as ladies. I think this one's stupid. I love being. It's oddly ladies. creepy when it comes from a man, and in other contexts, it raises unnecessary attempt to feign some kind of unity or connection between women. I like to be I, called ladies. I, like I definitely, it. if it's if it's older generation, for sure, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, ladies," or like, "Ma'ams," or whatever. But I, I really do hesitate to um, gender people younger. Oh, gender, yeah, gendering, yeah. I do hesitate with it now because. Of but gendering. I don't think this is talking about that. I think it's just like. Yeah, I don't think it is either. Like men don't address women. <laughs> anyway. Men, stop speaking. Stop <laughs> trying to talk to. Him. Never don't ask anyone ladies. what their job is. And I agree with this one just because I don't care. <laughs> Are you making ends meet? Are you not? I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> what do you do for work? And it's like, what's what's your um what's your major? I don't know. Um, what's the next one? Always wink. I don't fucking get this either. No, oh. the next one's don't feel bad about standing up in the aisle immediately upon the plane landing. Yes, you should feel bad about that. Shut up. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care. Do what you want, but I'm not standing up. So if you want me I'm, to stand yeah. up and I'm sitting next to you and I'm in the aisle seat, go fuck yourself. That's what I'm no, saying. I am not standing until like it's my turn to stand. But if somebody else wants to, I'm just like, whatever. Just don't fart on me. 
<laughs> but it's also like, I mean, yeah, I, I, it's serious as it's an anxiety thing, which I never really thought yeah. of. Yeah. But it's also like, dude, just shut up. We have like three more minutes. Just sit down and wait for it to be over. But whatever. At least they're <laughs> not. I mean, listen. <laughs> I don't care. It's it's whatever. <laughs> I obviously, I obviously do, but like I don't. Okay, <laughs> what does this always wink? What does that mean? What is it? It has no context, zero context. Just says always wink. It has to be like an internet thing, right? We're so old. <sighs> or does it mean like literally wink at people? Because I wink at people all the time, which is fine. And I love I when dogs. I love when dogs wink at me. Hmm. What if I start winking at everybody? Oh, I might get a lot more friends. I don't need that in my life right now. I'm not going to wink anymore. How about you wink and let me know how it goes? Well, I remember my mom winked at like little kids and stuff. And I always thought that was really cute of her. Um, just to like make a connection with them. Mm. I thought that was always really cute. So I, I do stuff like that. Like I'll like wink at them and stuff. Just to, like, recognize that they're human beings. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't I don't even like kids. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> here I am, caring about their well-being. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. Anyways, don't tell people they look like other people. Fuck that. I will do it until, the, until my dick falls off. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, uh, I'll yeah. I'll tell them. Oh, do you know that... Uh movie star on xyz no well you look like them it's potentially insulting maybe ambiently racist and frequently weird is that what it says yeah. oh yeah i don't uh, whatever you know what here's the thing i think that will smith you, do you know madison utley yes do you, do you remember her her older brother dallas looks exactly like will smith I don't give a shit that they're not the same race. They look a lot alike. Mm. And race has nothing to do with it. And I remember being like, Dallas, you and Will Smith look so much alike. And this was like the Fresh Prince days. Yeah. And um, I think the Men in Black days too. Race had nothing to do with it. So it's just like, um, I think sometimes some of these are making race an issue when they don't really need to. You know what I mean? Sure. I can see that. The next one I love. (laughs) Go. Dune. I'm trying to think of. Yeah, one time somebody compared me to Trish Paytas, and I was like, "Please don't. I don't want to be compared to anybody." I don't know some fucker on the internet. I, get I don't think I look like her at all, but <laughs> I get compared to the slutty cop on Reno 911, and I'm here for it. I think it's hilarious. I'm like, "Oh hell yeah, she's so <laughs> fucking funny." <laughs> I don't know. Do not touch the small of my back to move around me at the bar if you're ugly. That's what it says. I had to, like, look to see if this was satire when I read this because I was, like, 48 and I was like, what? But that's really true. Like, if you are not attractive and you touch me, I'm way more pissed off than... But that's so psychotic. Society's psycho. Like, people just shouldn't be touching people. Don't touch people. No, don't touch people you're not close to. How am I going to find love? Uh, you have to have married men. Heard. <laughs> I heard. I heard the. I heard. I heard the. I heard the. I heard it coming. I heard it coming out of your mouth. I heard it. 
I don't know how people meet anybody, honestly. Like, I don't know how I... I do know how I met Spencer. It was the right time of Tinder where there was still a couple I don't want to hear weirdos. about your luck, bitch. What I'm just saying is, like, I don't get how it happens. and I'm not planning on making it happen twice, so... No, don't touch me. Never show that you're impressed by anyone. <laughs> it's this advice. No, but here it's not. It's not that. It's not saying that you're like lacking, like the, that nothing impresses you. It says the problem with being impressed by people is that it subordinates you and dehumanizes them. And I think that's very poignant. I like that. Okay. So it's like saying it's saying, and I and I feel this way because sometimes my friends start idolizing me, and I hate I hate to say that shit too. Because it's like we, uh, the it's like the power shifts, where yeah. it, like how it says it insubordinate it, it subordinates you, right? Yes. Okay, so I kind of have a similar thing. Um, I've only been like taught the vernacular that says like, or I don't know what vernacular means, but the words "I'm proud of you," um, when really what I mean is like I admire you. So instead of saying like. Hey, I'm proud of you for like doing this like really cool thing. I will change my language to say I admire you for doing this because instead of like pr- proud feels like you're so like you're no, above I would, them. I, I would rather have I would rather have someone be proud of me than admire me. Really? Absolutely. When my friends admire me, it makes me uncomfortable. I'd rather have my friends like share in their because a uh, pride is a group of lions you know what i mean like it's okay. like a group of, it's you know what i mean but like someone who is like it my it, it is an admirer is like you know someone who goes for your garbage you know what interesting <laughs> someone who wants a signed picture of you hanging on their wall i want someone who's proud of me who's like hey i've watched you struggle and i see that you fucking did something awesome and i'm fucking proud of you hmm So. Okay. Avoid vague and cliche euphemisms for your privilege. I don't really get this one. Oh, like we're comfortable. Like you, we know you're rich, so don't say we're comfortable type of thing. Vague oh. and cliche euphemisms for your privilege. Like we're, oh, like, we oh, have like, enough or. We're not rich. We're just comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there were years that my dad was only making a hundred K a year. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like. I a, love this one. <laughs> here's a good way to handle yourself when being introduced to f- a famous person. <laughs> Your friend. This, this is, my, is boyfriend. my boyfriend, Pete. It's Pete Davidson. <laughs> you. Oh, of course. So nice to meet you. It's weird to pretend that you don't know who they are, and unless you're a true fan, saying you love their work just feels disingenuous. Um, or you could say, "Hey, you look like Vincent D'Onofrio," and then when they see says that he is, you could say. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you and Bobby De Niro may go way back, but to everyone else, he's Robert. I agree with this too. People who are like, there's an episode on The Sopranos where uh, there's this chick from LA who keeps going, "Oh yeah, he's a friend. Yeah, I know him. He's a friend about like every celebrity." And it's like, mm-hmm. shut up. Mm-hmm. It's like a humble brag to mention someone by like their nickname. It's like, dude, it's Robert De Niro. Just call him Robert, not Bob. It's Robert. That's right. It's like, um, 
the way that I know if I ran into Tan France in Salt Lake City, I'd probably be like, Tanny! But then I'd be like, that's not you. That's not your place. <laughs> Don't call people by their nicknames that aren't yours. No, no, I mean, I feel like you could call... Okay, so it's like... <laughs> it's like, it's. let's say that me and Robert De Niro were friends. And I'm talking, telling you a story about me and Robert De Niro. Okay. And I am calling him Bobby De Niro the whole time to you. That's annoying because yeah, between me and him, we're both Bobby, right? We're just, we're both, you know, but to you, because you don't fucking know Robert De Niro, he's Robert De Niro. So for me to call him Bobby De Niro to you the whole entire time is me being a complete total fucking douchebag because I'm just letting you know time and time again that I'm on a, like a nickname basis Mm. not like a professional name basis with him Mm. i'm not saying like i mean i would never walk up to robert de niro and be like hey bobby de niro you know (laughs) i mean maybe if i was drunk enough (laughs) hey you're a bobby i'm a bobby (laughs) i might pull i'm like hey bob bob oh my god bobby you know you can see it see you can see it that's why you're saying, oh, my God, you're already red. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know her. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the next one? White people should always clearly pronounce 50 cent. No. If you say 50 cent, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I feel like if I met him, I'm calling him Fitty. I'm like, yo, Fitty, what up? Yeah, that's stupid. I hate it. This one is stupid. Hey, 50. How are you today, Mr. Scent? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, being an ally doesn't mean debasing yourself. Um, it's like... I'm just going to read this whole thing. Okay. Oh, look. You're the center of attention again. In a bit from 2022, the stand-up comedian Serini uh, Wiras... Sikara described a common interaction she had while living in Oakland. White people meet me there and they'll crumble like feta, she said. They'll be like, you're a woman of color? How do I take up less space? Like, their back goes bad. (laughs) They get scoliosis. They go into fight or flight mode. I'm like, me and my girlfriend, they're like, we're cool. Like, you don't gotta be queer. You don't gotta be weird about it. And they're like, and you're queer? <laughs> How do I stop <laughs> existing? How do I cease to exist? I'm so sorry. <laughs> we get it. You've done the work. You've listened. And you've learned. You've purchased a copy of How to Be an Ally. And maybe you even read it. But constantly reminding others that you understand how much more privilege you have than they do is, in addition to being an example of the dreaded virtue signaling, just condescending. Yes. And it also puts on them to like cradle you once more. Like, right. Yeah. Right. Like it says, it, oh, look, you're the center of attention. Again. <laughs> yeah. And it's also like, yeah, it's just, I agree that there's a time and a place to like use your voice in the appropriate way. But like, you don't always need to be using it, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, listening is not the time for you to silently rehearse what you'd want to say next. I'm bad at this. I got to admit, so I think it's so hard with ADHD. Yeah, it's an ADHD. Sure. Yeah, it's an ADHD thing for sure. But I also like really work on it really hard to be like focus up. But I also think that sometimes I have to focus up on what I'm going to say. Otherwise, I'm going to miss the whole entire point and be worthless in the conversation. So sometimes I, I do. 
sometimes I do have to focus on one point and then we can circle back. We can circle the horses around. And I also think that's why I interrupt people is because it's like we can get back to what you were talking about, but I have to give you this point right now and then we'll get back to what you're saying. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to communicate in this conversation because this is a deep conversation and we're hitting a lot of points. These points are rapid firing. These thoughts are rapid firing coming at me and I want to make sure that we are communicating everything that needs to be communicated and i understand that so many people don't communicate that way that's probably why i like the way that kurt vonnegut or uh chuck polonick and kurt vonnegut right mm-hmm. is that they're they write they write like that and it's so i understand that it can be complicated for people but like yeah i need to be better at it it's something yeah. that i am definitely working on well there's also this other point where if you've if another person is talking for so long that they're not engaging you in the conversation as well, that's also a problem. So like there's like we've talked about before, focusing on connection over impression. There's been so many times in this podcast and like, we've learned this together when we've been doing this for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have to panic that I'm not going to be heard because I can bring it up later or it's going to be, it's going to be not, it's going to be brought up anyway. So it's not going to, or it's not going to matter. So, or yeah, we'll bring it up in another episode or yeah, yeah something, or we'll be relieved that it get brought up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, in the end you're like, well, good thing I didn't well, have to say God. that. <laughs> because a lot of times it's so much more of impulse than anything. And it's just like, yeah. it's that thing where, you know, you're the youngest, you've always wanted to be heard. I feel uh-huh. like I've been silenced all my life. So like, it's addresses a need to be heard but like not all of these little baby thoughts are diamonds (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) (laughs) um you can recover from misgendering someone and the next one is and if you see someone being misgendered say something i've told the story before of uh the kid the transgender boy that i thought was just a dyke lesbian um and I just simply asked, we calling you by the right pronouns? He said, no. And then I spread the word. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's better to just nip it in the bud. Yes. And most queer people aren't going to get offended if you're like, yo, are we misgendering you? They could just be like, no. Or they'll be like, yes. Or like, you know, it's not a big deal. Like, I feel like I clearly present as female. But if someone asked me, I wouldn't lose my shit. You know what I right. mean? So like. It's just easy. Just communicate, you know? Yeah. This says going out or staying in. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Some of these bother me so bad. If your burger is becoming a salad, your restaurant order modifications have gone too far. You're allowed to ask for things based on allergies and preferences, but when your dish transforms into another dish, you're the problem. What do you think? Do you think that's not true? Um, I don't think I do this. <laughs> I If I can't find something that I specifically like, I pour over the entire menu. Uh-huh. If anything has any ingredient in, I, in it that I don't like, I assume it's, an, it's an, a non-negotiable part of the dish. And so right. I just keep going down, down, down until I get to chicken tendies and fries. And then I usually pick that. So I don't think... I don't mind saying no to something, um, but over modifying something and also like it, if you're like, uh, 
if you're at a restaurant where there's clearly a chef and he clearly has a vision over modifying something is just a dick move it's just like the don't get it like they have they have a they have a thought in mind and if this isn't your style then don't eat here you know yeah um no deciding your order at the counter when you roll up speak up totally agree like what were you doing in line the whole time bitch yeah <laughs> like what are you doing uh, not panicking about speaking at the at the little box thing, and what if they don't hear my specific orders? <laughs> don't foist your allergies onto a dinner party. Yeah, I agree with this. I feel like if the host asks, you can expect like one dish maybe that will accommodate mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But if it's really bad bring your own shit or don't come yeah you know just pick out what you can and then eat when you get home yeah Fair. Like, yeah or eat before you go like it's not even that big a deal you know i do try to, to make it- like i went to i made a monk fruit pie so somebody who couldn't eat sugar could eat someone and i made a one without gluten around it uh-huh I usually make stuff that's pretty accommodating for most allergies, but like, yeah, if it's, if you're not being asked, then don't be like, Hey, I remember one time I was uh, coming, I was going to Scottsdale and I was meeting up with uh, all like my old work buddies. And I've been telling my, one of my friends that I was craving this pasta with pine nuts in it that we, I had gotten that we used to get all the time at, uh, um, at this place and I, I had been telling her for like months that I was so excited to get that pasta so excited so excited so excited and um I flew into Phoenix so I could help her uh <laughs> rearrange her garage and the way she was gonna pay me was just paying for my meals while I was there mm-hmm. so she was like well can we just split this and I was like yeah that's fine you know, like I was like, whatever, <laughs> even though she knew like I was so wanted it and she mm-hmm. made them adhere to all of her allergies. So it was pretty much like ruined, ruined. And I was so I, I will never get over that. I was like, it was so selfish of her. Like she should have been like, get your own Bobby. It's fine. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was just like, yeah, this is not what I wanted at all. <clears throat> and the chef was like, I'm not going to make, you know, like, fuck you guys. I'm going to put this on a plate and split it into like go fuck yourself mm-hmm. and i was i was so pissed because i'm like i've been saying how much i want this dish so bad but she was the worst with allergies and it's like don't go out dude just don't go out <laughs> the yeah could she to... not get her own like version no she split she wanted to split the dish with me and she made sure that like she's like but i have all these allergies and i was like okay and then mm-hmm. it was like it was like three it was three gradient dish by the time she was done with it and it was usually like it was like I a, get it a, a eleven ingredient dish yeah I was so yeah. pissed yeah I'm sorry I <laughs> know I'm it's I'm awful. still shook um to gracefully exit a boring conversation merge with another chatting duo then sneak away unnoticed into the hubbub I just say say you gotta pee they'll say they'll see straight through I'm going to the bathroom. I'm Why? going to get another drink. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to make the rounds. It's a bit cruel. Why? Sometimes I'm talking to my uncle and I'm like, I can't anymore. <laughs> I gotta go. I got. <laughs> the pandemic has weakened my social strength. 
My social muckles, muscles are kaput. Goodbye. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I have no problem being like, I'm just going to go see what else is going on. But everyone thinks, everyone always laughs when I do it. They're like, Jesus, you're so abrupt. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be standing here anymore. Goodbye. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Didn't they tell us not to engage in like boring conversation up or, uh, earlier here before? <laughs> it might be just a new generation thing. I don't know. Maybe we're just abnormally rude. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, don't browbeat anyone into joining a game at a party, for real. Some people are, like, really into games, um, mm-hmm. which is great. I love it. And I, when I'm into games, like, I like to play games every once in a while, but I don't want to play them every fucking, every party. I just don't. Yeah. It says, also, if you're the only person who doesn't want to play the game, offer to be the scorekeeper. Yeah. That's a good I'm going to offer to go take a nap, actually. Yeah, or I'm going to offer to drive myself home and be like, hey, bye. I'm going to Irish really exit my fun, ass. But I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> For group dinners with friends, always split the bill evenly. I like that it says, but if you're drinking and I'm not offered to pay the entire tip. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think it's, we're pretty good about splitting food. You know, when I go out with my friends, I, have, I feel like I haven't gone out in a big group since the pandemic, though. But we're pretty good at just, like, throwing down our cards and being, like, split it equally, you know? Sure. There is a problem with somebody who, like, doesn't, can only eat a salad. You know, like, somebody who has those allergies and has, like, one drink and everybody else just starts partying and, like, buying all these apps and whatever. And then it's like, okay, evenly, right? You're like, well, not for me. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's definitely situational, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Like... Like, I feel like if someone can only eat a salad, like, I'll be like, put their fucking salad on mine. I would, no, I, I feel like as, as a group, we'd be like, if there was six of us and only, the one person only got a salad and one drink, sure. we'd be like, fuck, fuck you, you're not paying. Let's just yeah. split it five ways. You yeah. Because yeah. that's how uh, my f- group of friends talk to each other. We're like, get fucked, you fucking salad eater, a piece of shit. Just kidding. Makai would be like, I got everybody's. <laughs> uh, when planning a hangout, it. I came a half hour early. I gave him my credit card. Don't worry. <laughs> That's so nice. That's really nice. Is that the it person is. that likes to do it? Yeah. Micaiah loves to pay yeah. for, he loves to do it. Uh, yeah. Cause it goes on the next one. When planning a hangout, it's absolutely fine to say no partners. I think it's fine to say no kids too. Yeah, it is. Am I wrong with that? As a parent, no. it doesn't offend you when people are like, yeah, I want to hang out, but can you not just bring your child? Yeah. And also like, um, recognize that people's kids are an extension of them and they're not exactly easy to get rid of. So you can't do it like all the time for sure. But well, I, I will say it's... like, yeah, there's that, there's that thing where it's just like, this is a kid friendly part party, bring your kids. Yeah. And then... Like I, th- I think like, like if I want to hang out with you and I don't want Halo to be there, I'm going to be like, Hey, me and you should hang out just me and you. Yeah. Let me, let me know when it works for your schedule. Yeah, let I'm, me not, know. I'm not. I'm not gonna be like right now. Or Drop like, her off somewhere. Don't <laughs> say. Uh, when are you ever gonna be without your kid? Yeah, like <laughs> or anything. Don't like be a like dick that. about it. Yeah, like yeah. But like, be like, hey, yeah, I would like for you to prioritize some t- one-on-one time with me. I understand you have a kid. When your when do you open up? You know. Yeah, there's nice ways for sure. Uh, the grace period for one-on-one social lateness without penalty remains unchanged at ten minutes sharp. <laughs> Uh, half hour late 
Yep. Kendra. <laughs> um. Now I am always late, so not for this podcast, but I'm late for a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, ten minutes sharp. No credit for arriving early. Yep. Oh, is that it? I think you should just communicate with people. You know, when you're uh, if you're gonna be late or whatever, you should just be like, "Yo, what's up?" Because I'm always late, so. Micaiah always gets a uh, I know that I said I'd be here at 6 but I am on the I-80 still <laughs> time management is really hard so no that's real um, the correct number of slices of pizza t- uh, to order for a group of X people is 2X plus X over 3 over 3 so 10 people. 20 plus 10 divided by 3. I don't care about that one. Let's skip it. <laughs> Just order a lot of pizza. <laughs> order one pizza for every man. <laughs> <laughs> a pizza per person. Um, Venmo re- Venmo's remind button is too aggressive. Text them instead. Totally agree. Yeah. Unless you hate them. And you've asked them several times, then just keep hitting that remind button, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and also, people probably are blocking you. White people should not use any variation of racial slurs at karaoke. Yes. Uh, why not? Just kidding. That was a total joke, I know. Okay. <laughs> are you going to continue? <laughs> After high school, you're not allowed to be a birthday diva. Yeah, fuck uh, it. I think you can do what? 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 You. I, you're saying, like, I can't be a birthday diva on my 100th birthday? Fuck you. Well, like, uh, my godmother, she is a birthday diva all month, of the whole month of October. It's Allie's, <laughs> it's Allie's time to shine. Her birthday's <laughs> the 30th of October, and it's the whole time. You know, it's like, it's Halloween month, and it's also Allie's birthday month. Like, they're, they just go hand in hand. So. It's a fucking privilege to be alive, and to be excited to be alive enough to celebrate your birthday like that. Or your birth month? I can't imagine. So, like, yes. Your vibe your vibe will bring your tribe. So, like, if somebody can't handle you liking your birthday, then just yeah, fuck, whatever. Fuck it's this. not for you. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Um, if you plan a birthday trip, aggressively message that people shouldn't feel obligated to come. I feel like that's so true because sometimes people just can't afford shit. Yes. And, like, just, like, being like, yo, I would love for you to come on this trip if you can't find and then just taking you to lunch, like, when you get home you know yeah. or just being or not even date doing anything for you just being like hey i'm glad you were alive a birthday text sometimes people just can't be on your level financially and that doesn't mean they don't love you or anything it just is what it is yeah i don't like this next one what do you think <laughs> this go i mean let people live their lives for god's sakes don't have an ironic birthday party it's rude to to the people genuinely enjoying that cheesy supper club or medieval times. Why the fuck not? I honestly, like, I don't think I would do it. But, like, I wouldn't mind being invited to one and just being like, all right, for the t- for tonight, let's fucking get, let's get crunk. Let's, let's do LARP, it. yo. Yeah, <laughs> let's LARP. I'm going to lean uh, into this one time. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't scan the room for someone cooler to talk to at any party. Offer to bring down a bag of trash on your way out. I, uh, 
sometimes offer to clean. Sometimes I don't. It depends on my mood. Either I go hyper clean mode or I don't at all. (laughs) (laughs) And I always usually scan the room for someone I don't know. And I go talk to them. (laughs) So whatever. I'm I'm weird at parties. Yeah. It sounds like you've committed a lot of these. I don't care. Like, I don't care. I think, see, that's what I'm saying. I don't think etiquette's stupid. No. And if you bring food or drink, you can't take it home with you. It's a house gift. It stays. Yeah, it stays. I've had people give me back my wine, and I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, it's not good enough for this house. But then I've also been like, please stop leaving all of your liquor. And I mean, maybe you have to come stay at my house again. Help me out with that. (laughs) But. People leave leave liquor and they leave ice cream in my freezer and I'm like, why do I have no room in this freezer? And it's because all of these goddamn buckets of ice cream. Um, I think we gotta skip sixty seven because I don't want to get into it. But disperse, don't clump the superstars at the table. I think this is true. Uh, when I used to host dinner parties and you start doing it again, I would. Um, there's people who like can talk to anyone, and I would make sure that they were like. Around at the, at the four corners of the table, not sure, sitting so nice. next to each other. Yeah, so they would get everyone like engaged. It's a better way to have a better, more successful party mm-hmm. you know, dinner. Yeah, cool, good to know. Don't go into a phone vortex at dinner. If you need to use your phone, say you have to respond to something and then get in and get out. Yeah, that's yeah. obviously duh. Yeah, always be the first one out. I mean. That's I do that. That's me. That's me. Unless we're doing coke, and then I'm there till morning. <laughs> I'm done doing coke, dude. There's too much fentanyl scares. I'm over it. Yeah, for sure. So what does that mean? Like, you just shouldn't feel bad about wanting to leave. No, it's saying don't linger. It's saying like don't like. It's saying like. You know, arrive fashionably late, and then also like when the party's starting to wind down, like bounce. Like, okay. yeah. Um, if you put out bowls of cigarettes at a party, you have to let people smoke inside. <laughs> There's that cigarette thing again. I don't know about that. If you like them, text people within three hours of hanging out with them. I think that's fair. I always, I try to do that when I hang out. So I'm like, I had a good time. Thanks for hanging out. Okay. It says, do you, I don't care if we've known each other for 15 years. I'd like verification of a successful hang. I think that's fair, right? Yeah. If the first meeting was nice, not even great, the person who did not ask for the hang should be the first to text to say that they had a good time. Mm, word. Right. Uh, your house, your COVID rules, goes without saying. Yeah, your house rules. Um, and, like, honestly, like, even if the rules are lax, like, I, don't, I think you shouldn't care if someone wears a mask in your house. Like, if you, if you like, have, like, lax COVID rules and someone has, like, more strict personal rules, yeah. you should just respect their autonomy. Exactly. And if you're hosting a gathering, you should explain the size of the invite list in real numbers, especially during the pandemic. And just like in real, I think since we're getting more understanding with anxiety, social anxiety and stuff, like I want to know how many people are going to be there. Yeah. I've always been like that. Like who's going to be there? How many people are going to be there? So I can like emotionally prepare. (laughs) Yeah. Not have a panic attack. Not have three panic attacks. Right. And then to finally decide to barge into the party and be a part of it because you drove right. all this way. Right. And if you're hosting, oh yeah. 
Whoever put the most work into planning the trip gets first dibs on the rooms. And yes, that's whether they're single or a couple. That makes sense. I agree. Like, and I think that goes with uh, if you get a house too. If you like put the most effort into finding a house and you, you're with your roommates and stuff, you get first dibs on the the room. Mm-hmm. I think. Yep. If your host is doing the dishes, it means it's you're supposed to leave. I agree yes. with that. Get yep. the fuck out. If you're somebody's house guest, always strip the bed, even if they tell you not to worry about it. I feel like this is an old school etiquette rule, and I feel like it's it stays here because it's just the right thing to do. I always do this. Yeah. Don't talk about a movie when leaving the theater. Haslam and I need to stop doing this. I didn't even think about it. Because we do like start discussing it. I feel like we kind of like wait a little bit till we get to the car, but we do start talking about it on our way out of the theater. It could ruin the movie for someone sure. going in. So sure. yeah. Um, if you lose or break something you borrowed, offer to replace it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, don't buy a gift off registry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Obviously, duh. Give cash. Oh. <laughs> While not always feasible, it is morally superior to call in takeout and delivery orders rather than using the apps. We uh, we uh, went over this in the restaurant episode. The apps are just killing small businesses, so let's try to call in delivery and takeout. Okay. It's fine to use COVID as an excuse to get out of almost anything. It just says we deserve something out of this. For real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm coming down with COVID to get out of stuff. Like, it, you know, who knows? Like, I also don't want to like sort of have symptoms, go out, hang out with everyone and then get like half my friends sick and yeah. then have one of them die. Like that's a, such a nightmare. Yeah. Also, like I was talking to Spencer about this. I said, I don't know if I'm down to do any more funerals because I didn't go to a couple of funerals due to COVID. And because my therapist said, you don't have to go yeah. if you don't want to see those people. And like, funerals are for the living and death is awful like and also like i don't know about the, all that plan of salvation shit that's going to be dumped into my kids so like why should we go right um just okay so we're kind of hitting time so just i just want to go over new new tipping rules and then we can wrap up um because i was actually talking to someone in uber or in lyft and she was like it's such bullshit that like everyone wants you to tip like if you're handing me a drink or something you want me to tip you 10 percent or whatever 20 percent um she's like there's always a tipping screen so i want to know what you think about it as you know because i feel like sometimes um there's points where it's like absolutely not go fuck yourself i'm not going to tip you mm-hmm. but i also like you know like people like baristas making coffee is hard like an espresso drink is like hard. Yeah. So like, I'm always going to tip the Starbucks person, you know, I'm all, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I think some people don't tip because they don't understand what the job entails. But I also think sometimes I, it's, it's tipping has kind of gotten ridiculous. So let's just try and go through it real quick and then we can get out of here. Okay. 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 At restaurants, uh, now it's 20 to 25%. Um, I usually am at 25% when I wait tables. Like that's my base, but I'm, I'm usually higher than that. Um, so yeah, for sure. 25%, you know, 20, like if they suck, 
eighteen percent is fine. Fifteen, I mean, even fifteen, I guess. But like, tip them. You know, sometimes people just sure. have shitty days, but make sure yeah. you tip them. At coffee shops, coffee carts, cafes, bodegas, tip tip at least twenty percent. Are they getting agree. all of those tips? Yeah, I don't agree with that. I think they should get like ten. Because they're getting like close to what a server gets, and they a server gets, uh, like, way less of a wage, and they are like running around way more. Oh, this says if your order is only coffee, you may tip a dollar. Oh, okay. If you're buying an item that involves no preparation, it's it's acceptable though miserly to not tip. Well, what do you think? Should you tip if some if you get a bottle of water and a muffin? Are you going to tip a dollar? I probably would still tip a dollar. I'm always curious as to whether they actually get the tips. They do. Okay. Unless it's like a really corrupt place. Yeah, I'm usually just pushing push the middle button and then signing it. Whatever's in the middle. There's some there's some instances where I won't tip where I'm just like this is stupid that you even ask me like what the hell are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, for food delivery, tip a minimum of five dollars or twenty percent, whichever is greater. Yeah, I think that's proper. Yeah. Um, when picking up ticket takeout at a restaurant, it's easy to understand why you might not tip anything, but you must tip at least ten percent. A takeout order interrupts the flow of the other work required of servers and hosts who are dependent on tips. That makes sense. Also, like, they're putting together, like, if you get napkins, sauce, um, silverware, anything special, if it's yes. put together in a bag, someone had to put that together and it's probably the host. So, yeah. tip them for that. At a bar, the conventional wisdom stands, tip at least $1 per drink if you're just getting a beer and, and 20% for a cocktail. Oh. Tip a dollar per drink. It's a dollar per drink if you're just getting a beer and 20% for a cocktail. So, like, because beers are, like, $6, so, and cocktails are usually, like, 12 Oh, I see. Okay. Um, if you're at a food counter, a cheese shop, a deli counter, or a fast casual lunch spot where employees are telling you about the item slicing or mixing a grain bowl you must tip something if prompted ideally 10% yeah I usually do like 15 there hmm. tip Uber drivers the same way you tip a cab driver at least 20% yeah people don't tip on they that I get, I get tipped like I'd say 10% of the time which is bullshit like, that's tip, insane yeah me. like why wouldn't you? I think it's just because people here don't understand because we didn't grow up in taxi culture yeah. People people who are like for sure not from here and you can tell they're from like out at like somewhere cool. <laughs> they tip. Yeah. yeah. But like people from Utah don't. And even yeah. people who are like, I'll tip you fat, they usually never do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like so. fat means fifteen. Woohoo. Well this chick had me turn around because she forgot something and I was like, Time's money, like, you know, you I'm missing out on stuff because I'm turning around. She's like, I'll tip you fat, I promise and then she never tipped me and I was like, You fucking bitch. Uh, I did that to somebody else. I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I will give you such a big tip. And then I didn't know how to work the app and I never gave her a tip. And I was like, and I couldn't find out who was my driver either. So I couldn't even like fucking figure it out. 
Who's well, I, I could tell this girl was trouble because she's like, <laughs> she's putting her makeup on in the car and she's like, I don't even know if they need me. Like, I'm an hour late and they're like, yes, I have to come in. They're so stupid. And I'm like, bitch, it, they must be desperate or else your ass should have been fired. But <laughs> anyway, we've been going on for a minute. Etiquette. Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, it says, people should just be able to live their lives. For everything else, hairstylists, waxers, movers, tip 20% minimum. And yes, more if you can. Oh, Which yeah, I always, I always tip my hairstylist fat because yep. she has put up with a lot of my bullshit. <laughs> it's the therapy. <laughs> and she's always got good stories. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, did we say these things? Yes, it was really fun to talk this about you. I'm glad. I mean, we're going to cut out a lot of this anyway, right? So it'll, I don't it'll even, match. I don't even know. There's a lot of stuff here that we covered that's pretty... You know, it all comes together. But what do you think? Do you think etiquette is good, or do you think it's do you think it's all like bullshit to be like so proper all the time? I still think that I like knowing what other people expect of me because cultures do change, and Utah is like kind of like you said the worst about tipping for sure. So like, I would like to be up on whatever we're supposed to be doing. But I, other I think things, I'm like, I think, oh. yeah, I think there's certain things that are important to know about, but other, other things like. There's certain things that are just stupid that it's just like, dude, shut up. You know what I mean? It's, it's just like, shut the fuck up. Like, this shit doesn't matter. So, um, yeah, anyways. All right. Well, we say these things. Name Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. <laughs> is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. We'd be eternally grateful if you'd share the show with your friends and check out our community at patreon.com slash is this the place? Because even if this isn't the place, you are still the people making this possible. Thank you. <laughs>